Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News talking about how Dying Light 2 leaked. Retail copies are out in the wild earlier than they should be, and they are warning people to not play or not look at the gameplay footage. The actual developers are warning folks and saying you don't want to play it or you don't want to check this out without the day one patch. Now, what does this mean for the review outlets who have already played it and reviewed it? We're going to be breaking that down throughout the stream and discussing it. And usually right here at the start of the stream, I give you exactly what you're probably looking for in a nice quick segment. This is an SNTR update. Dying Light 2 has essentially leaked in that the retail version of the game is out in the wild ahead of time, and Techland, the developers, are warning folks against playing it or looking at it, saying it's basically not the completed product. This brings a whole host of questions about the performance of the game. We've seen old-gen footage, and we're also probably on the cusp of getting a bunch of reviews about the game. So if you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss them. Now, according to PC Gamer, Dying Light 2 is scheduled to go live in just a few days on February the 4th, but... As sometimes happens, it seems the retail copies have started shipping early. Developer Techland said on Twitter that it appreciates the enthusiasm, but it would really like it if everyone would just hold off playing the game until it actually released. Now, this isn't them sort of saying, hey, don't stream it. They've got deals with people to stream it early, as most companies do. So there will likely be streams and footage viewable today on the 2nd or the 3rd in advance of the game coming out. Now, this was their official word on it. They said, fellow survivors, we see that some of you got an access to the Ryukyo copy of Dying Light 2 before the release date. It's this Friday, only three days left. They said, we understand that you want to start exploring the city ASAP and we couldn't be happier. That being said, we kindly ask you to wait until February 4th as that time you'll also get access to all improvements and fixes we've implemented within the last weeks that we introduced with the Day 1 patch. That's the way to experience Dying Light 2 the way it's meant to be played. So they're basically saying, listen, we've done a ton of work on this in the final weeks to really polish it up and make it look nice. Please don't play this. Please don't look at this until you can have access to that. Now, this immediately made me think of review outlets. This is from the same article. Some players are urging the studio to simply release the game now, but others are asking reasonably how reviewers and influencers are expected to present Dying Light 2 the way it's meant to be played if they don't have access to the day one patch themselves. Most of the review outlets probably got their copies last week or earlier this week. Now, maybe they were able to push the day one patch to those review outlets so they are able to experience the game as it's intended because the day one patch is basically gone through certification and gone through everything it needed to go through it'll be available to you in in two days time it's not like they're still hammering away and coding it at the moment but you have to remember that early access to review outlets so that they can have a review ready as soon as the embargo lifts that is basically a form of payment i do think that needs to be looked at a little bit more with a scrutinizing eye maybe even regulated a little bit because it's a form of payment These outlets make a ton of money on the ad revenue when they have those reviews ready to go day one, and they got the review copy from the developer 
or the publisher ahead of time, which is again a form of payment and that needs to be disclosed, which would then cause you to doubt maybe some of their praise and admiration of a game because they want to stay in good with the developer because you need those early access review copies in order to have those minute one embargo lifts reviews because it's it, you know you make a ton of money from it so be wary of footage that you might see it could be a glitch a bug or something wrong with the game that is addressed in the day one patch but also be wary of reviews and you know watch me on friday i'm gonna check out the game at least for a little bit of time to give you a quick first look at it on sntr gaming that's one of the best things you can do wait for the game to come out and watch those review sources that you trust watch people play the game in a live environment where they can't sort of you know brush over problems in the game or glitches or bugs they're they're just sort of there warts and all viewed by the public as always if you like these SNTR updates I will see you in the next one And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you so much for being here. Obviously, this is not something new. It is, I think, a little bit new for a company to be like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, the game's out there early. Please don't play it. Please don't look at it. We got a day one patch. Um, That's a little bit of a new response. Storm White coming in with a brand new membership. Thank you, Storm. And Nolan Saints with six months of membership. Welcome back in. Thank you so much. If you guys want to keep that member train going, you can click the join button or the dollar sign at the bottom of chat to become a paying member in this channel. It gets you a badge. It gets you emotes. It gets you increased access in our Discord. Our Discord server is a great place to hang out. And don't forget, it is February, so you can get fricked in February. Our Frickmas blend went a little crazy yesterday you guys had like 18 orders or something let's try and beat that today if you use code get fricked over at rageousroast.com you can get our holiday blend at 20 percent off we are no longer going to have this available after february so make sure and get those orders in get fricked in february again use code get fricked over there with your orders and don't forget about our other sponsors i should probably start saying these at the beginning of the video so you know newcomers see that there's lots of ways to support the shirt i'm wearing is from 80s tees you can use code lono for 30 percent off at 80s.com and you can use the displate link in the description below or use the displate command if you want to snag a displate or two or three at a really great discount so i'm curious what you guys think about this like does this cause concern that they're like hey you don't, you know, yeah, my wife thought we should tie it to Valentine's Day. Get fricked in, get fricked in February. <laughs> it's, I think it's just crass enough. It's just, it's, uh, it's just, it's just crass enough. <laughs> Gonna get a display with your code soon. Remember, displate's not a code. You have to use my link. It's in the description below, or you can use uh, the command in chat. And make sure when you do that, that you check your shopping cart. Make sure you're getting a discount or I don't get any credit and you don't save any money. So always double check that. Good to see you in the chat feed. Thank you for being here, feed. Um, but I'm curious what you guys think about this. Let's see here. Uh, Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. Does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you? Yes or no? Yes or no? Does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you? Are you worried? Are you like, well, wait a minute. Why, why, why is the game that bad? Um, <laughs> is the game that bad that, that you, you got to warn people not to play it before they get the day one patch? Like, w- what on earth is the day one patch going 
to do. You know, we know day one patches are normal, so I don't want to be too... I don't want to be too hard on these guys. I don't. I don't want to be unfair to them because it is actually pretty normal to fix a ton of problems day one, you know, because the game goes gold and then, uh, you know, a month to a month and a half later, they're launching the game. And so it's it's to me it's difficult to be like oh yeah that's that's a huge cause for concern that they're doing a big day one patch. How do you accidentally ship a game a week early? Now hang on a minute, it's not something that happened accidentally. What happens is is somebody knows somebody at a GameStop or somebody knows somebody at a Best Buy and they get their retail copy early. If you've ever worked in these retail environments, whether it's Best Buy, GameStop, or other places, Walmart, Target, they get the they get the games well ahead of time so that when it's time to put them out, they're there in the store and ready. Right? So it's like, th- this is not an abnormal thing for retailers to have the game ahead of time and for, you know, Steve from the warehouse to give one to his friend or to swipe one. You know, when I worked at Best Buy, they said 75% of the theft was internal. And it's true because if you work there, you know where all the cameras are, right? It's not going to be hard for you to figure out where to, you know, go to steal something. It was common for people to be stealing stuff friends working at a store or mom and pop shops breaking date yeah this is very very common this is not an uncommon thing that somebody gives it to their bud ahead of time and what eugene is saying it's odd they've made it seem like the game is unplayable well let's read their quote exactly as it was written i don't want to i don't i don't know if that's necessarily true they said we kindly ask you to wait until February the 4th, as by that time you'll get access to all the improvements and fixes we've implemented within the last weeks and will introduce with the day one patch. That's the way to experience Dying Light 2 the way it's meant to be played. So I, I don't necessarily, I mean, I, I definitely read that as like, holy moly, like how much are you actually fixing in this day one patch? Like, that seems that seems pretty extreme, but at the same time, how many times have we played a game and they're like, hey, by the way, we're well aware of this story being broken or this quest being broken. We have a patch coming and like the next day or two, they, they push out the patch. Like that's actually pretty common. That would be my concern that, oh, that, you know, the day one patch addresses some of the most fundamental problems. Like, yeah, mission number two, you're not going to be able to do it. Or, you know, you're going to get about halfway through mission number four and the NPC is going to get stuck on a wall. Or, you know, there's all these different things that can take place. Day one patch is a fallacy. But you got to explain what you mean by that. I work in the electronics department at Target and we got copies uh, this week. Yeah, see, MJ's telling you. Getting the copies early is very, very common. They're usually, especially if it's a really big title, they're locked up. I mean, they, they put them under lock and key because they don't want people to be able to steal them. I mean, it's not an uncommon thing uh, to have to have it stolen. I'm already expecting an apology video followed by a roadmap of patches. Oh, so you think that the game, so Doom Slayer, you... You think this game is in bad shape. I mean, your name is Doomslayer, so now you're being a bit of a doomsdayer. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, even with CP, 
it was really dependent on the platform oh for cyberpunk yeah yeah i mean cyberpunk has really really strong reviews on uh on pc and i would say that that's for a reason right they they got something right on the pc it, you know it's still to this day got a really really strong uh review score my hair's doing something funky. There we go. Uh, six months from Rissick, and it's a gaming tier three. Thank you so much, Rissick, for half a year. Man, the months go by fast. I'm excited for Dying Light 2. Welcome back. Bad joke. Get out. Oh, come on, Hex. I'm allowed, right? Stop putting out unfinished games. Well, now, hang on just a minute before we start getting out the pitchforks. Day one patches do not indicate an unfinished game. They do not indicate that. That is simply untrue. Plenty of very good games with lots of polish get a little bit more polish on day one, and they're good, completed, solid games. I've installed many games, and day one, I get this big, huge patch to to fix certain issues. That doesn't mean it's unfinished. Let's not jump to conclusions here. I want to be fair to the developers. They treated Dying Light 1 very, very well. They earned a lot of confidence from the community, a lot of praise, love, and admiration from the community for how they treated Dying Light 1. So we need to slow down a little bit here. I don't want to read too much into this warning. If you're just tuning in, the Dying Light 2 gameplay leak, the full game is in the public's hands right now. Retail copies got out early, and Techland, the developer, is basically telling people, don't play it until you can get the day one patch. Now, I don't know if they have responded and said, well, what about the review outlets? Like, am I going to read a review by by IGN and Game Informer that's saying the game is great? Well, did they get the day one patch, or are they gliding and glossing over the problems that the day one patch fixes? If you're going to tell me that, quote, waiting until you have the day one patch is the way that Dying Light 2 is meant to be played, then what about the review outlets? Like, are their reviews trustworthy? Did they actually play the game with the day one patch? Did they play the game with like a list of warnings? Hey, these are all the things we're going to fix in the day one patch. So just, you know, just be warned that these things are going to happen. That's actually pretty common sometimes. I've, I've read reviews where they're like, hey, they warned us that this section of the map had a couple of wonky spots that were being addressed in a patch. And so we're not going to focus on that. So they acknowledge it, you know, but they they don't necessarily criticize them uh, for it. I'm watching a guy playing the prologue on the PS4 as we speak. It looks fine. Uh, they can be whitelisted and given the patch early, as I understand it. I, I think that's probably true, Sinos. So I don't want to be too cynical here and say, hey, you know, the the the. the I don't want to be too cynical and act like, oh, all the review outlets are probably going to mislead you or something like that. I, I don't want to do that. I think too often. You know, I, I think the review outlets are worthy of, uh, of some criticism and some cynicism here and there, but uh, we don't want to overstate our case. We don't want to go too far with it and act like, you know, they're, they're always dishonest or something to that effect. I do think a lot of the times we need to consider, though, and this is why I've always said this, I've always said that 
the fact that review outlets get the game early so they can have a review available day like day and minute that the embargo lifts that needs to be considered a form of payment i i think it should be classified as a form of payment and reported as such because the developer and the publisher is way less likely to do it again if if you if you were harsh on their game right if you release a review of some game and you're like yeah it sucked it was bad and it was glitchy freaking mess and you give it like a five and a bunch of people are like well i'm not buying that game well then that review outlet's way less likely to get early access copies ever again so this is one of the reasons that review outlets tend to cluster their scores together it's like they're all in agreement like yeah we're all going to give this like a seven or an eight right okay cool then they all go out and they give it sevens or eights and they do make their criticisms and they do point out the problems but again you have to consider that early access to that information is a form of payment okay when a developer sends press releases confidential press releases to the press and the press functions as a marketing mouthpiece of the developer that should be considered payment as well that's basically a sponsored video or a sponsored post and they don't have to report that and say that and i think that's a lack of integrity and honesty to the public i think the public should know hey i got this information early whenever i got information early i would tell you guys hey hey they told me this in advance they told me this in advance so we could be ready. We could, we, we, you know, we could, we could, we could cover this and and be ready to rock and roll, right? Most of these outlets don't do that. They just write up their article so that the minute the news breaks, they've got their article ready, and then they make a ton of ad revenue off of it. It is no different than a sponsored video. They're making money. They're making money with the post. Every game gets a day one patch. That's why I'm not that concerned. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll give you guys my perspective. If you want to vote on the poll at the top of the chat, it says, Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. The full gameplay, full game is leaked. Retail copies are in the wild. It says, does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you? They basically warned people, don't play it until the day one patch comes out. Does that worry you? Are you concerned? If you're new and you've not been here before, this is a variety gaming talk show Monday through Friday. I've got a uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands uh, sketch stream for later this afternoon. I'm a safe for work broadcaster, so make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can be here for the streams. A lot of people treat me like video game radio. They throw me on in the background of their day. And you can do that with confidence because, again, I am safe for work. So I'll be in your sub feed all week with all kind of different subjects. So welcome on in. If you hit subscribe, it enables you to talk in my chat. So thank you and welcome to the new folks this morning that are here. With that being said, said Detroit, 500 hours here I come. Dying Light is parkour here, smash zombie, parkour here, smash zombie, repeat, repeat, repeat. With that being said, 500 hours here I come. I actually thought the combat looked like they really stepped it up a notch from the last game. To be quite honest, I, I'm i not big into these games at all. I'm just not. They're not my cup of tea. I like them for like an afternoon, right? Um, I like them for an afternoon. Is my internet bad or is you two having some issues? Nobody has said anything and it looks like we're performing pretty fine this morning. I don't have any issues on my end, so it might be, it might be on your end, Jin. I don't know. It's hard to blame you, though, with all the issues they've had recently. So is this the game... uh, Is this the same godly day one patch which fixed everything, just like Cyberpunk's day one patch? Well, we need to be fair to Cyberpunk. I do think that 
Cyberpunk received significantly better praise on PC compared to console. Like, go check the Steam scores right now. Like, Cyberpunk did fine on PC. It did not get near the hate and complaint. The memes, the glitches, the bugs, the problems, it was all, it was not all, but it was primarily clustered around old gen, right? It was, it was, it was primarily clustered around the old gen. What part of the leak worries you? I just dropped in. So the full game is in the is in the wild. Okay, retail copies got out early. And the developers said, don't play it until you can get the day one patch. That's the way the game is meant to be played. I'm asking people if that's worrying to them. Like, whoa, whoa, hey, don't touch the game. It's uh, we, we, we made a lot of changes and a lot of fixes. You know, don't play it until you get the day one patch. They're also basically telling you, the viewer, that what you're seeing in these in these videos or streams or whatever, which I'm pretty sure they can strike you for that if you're streaming or you're putting videos up. I'm pretty sure they can say, uh-uh, no, that's our intellectual property and street date is the fourth unless you're granted early permission to stream or create content. It's still under embargo. So streams and you you know, streamers and YouTubers are gonna be taking a bit of a risk if they decide to show and play the game to the public. The the, the developers and the publisher can come after you and say, Oh wait, nah, no, you don't have permission to do that. I'm fairly certain I saw uh Co Carnage say he would be playing this evening. So I think he's been given early access as well as permission to stream. Uh, Co wouldn't break Street Date without permission. That's not his style, and he's certainly not that stupid. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Um, if we get 200 likes, Lono gets a day one patch. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Bugs, glitches, performance issues are the least of Cyberpunk's problems, though. But again, but again, listen, listen. I am not a Cyberpunk apologist. I've been pretty hard on Cyberpunk, but you need to check the Steam scores. Cyberpunk fared a lot better than many people think. I don't think that the PC community disliked it as much as you might think. I think a lot of people project onto that game. And listen, I have a ton of criticisms for Cyberpunk. I do. I have a ton of criticisms for Cyberpunk. It was a mess. I thought it was paced terribly. I didn't like it at all. But that doesn't mean that it's 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 objectively terrible and bad. I mean, again, people have seemed to have enjoyed it quite a bit on PC. Unless you're on purple, uh, then stream whatever, DMCA. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess that's true if you're streaming over on purple. I don't know if you take reviews as gospel. Uh, That's on you. I eat my own food. I don't let anybody else uh, eat my food for me, just saying. I I know what you're saying, Mo. Good morning to you. Just because the the Steam score is good doesn't show the whole picture, though. I don't know, man. When there's that many people that have given it a favorable score, like a 90 to 95% or whatever, oh my word, come on now. Fair points, I like your setup. You deserve more subs. I appreciate the compliment, thank you. We're here Monday through Friday covering a variety of topics, lots of talk shows. I am safe for work, so you can subscribe in confidence. A lot of people treat me like video game radio. Throw me on in the background of your day, I'll get you through. A lot of worker lurkers here. They work, they lurk, and I give them all kind of great commentary news and discussions. We haven't had any coffee sales yet for today, so I need to remind you, 
We have our own coffee. This is not some sponsor that I'm I'm paid to do this. This is mine. I have multiple flavors. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. It's basically a small family business. Get fricked in February. Our Frickmas blend. It's our holiday blend. And uh, you can get fricked in February. You can get 20% off. We're moving through the final pieces of the inventory of the Frickmas blend. Stay. Uh, we're moving through the final pieces of the inventory, so use code GETFRICK to get 20% off our coffee. So use the coffee commander, go to RagelsRoast.com. Oh my gosh, give me a heart attack, door opening like that. It like sticks, gee, many Christmas is so... Uh, the game is going to be good, but people that nitpick things like looting animation being shorter or whatever will ruin the game, aka fanboys. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Are you saying that the the fanboys are going to nitpick like they're going to be the ones that nitpick the animations that doesn't sound like a fanboy to me that sounds you know like a buddy boy look at you handsome man do you like yeah I know it was underneath here she scared me do you like it does it feel better shorter like that my man my little man he's got beautiful hair and he, we, we just got it trimmed, and I'm always worried he's going to come in with, like, a buzz cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just trim the sides. <laughs> Leave it long on the back. I'm saying people that expect the game to be the same as the first game will say it's worse than the first game. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Right. This is always the conundrum, is it not, Inferno? That, like, the developers need to innovate and evolve the game. And if they go, if they do too much, people are like, it's not the same game. And if they don't innovate and evolve the game enough, people are like, it's just the same game. It's like, you can't win. You, you, you know what I mean? From what I have seen of the Dying Light 2 gameplay, it seems to me that they nailed it it looks like the predecessor but better it looks like they took ideas from the first game and evolved it it doesn't seem like they just dialed in it's Don Lot 2 new city new zombies like you know what I mean so I, I don't know I think people so oftentimes this is a condition that I think is happening in the gaming culture I, I it's probably something that, that's for you know more widespread I think people are they enjoy being critical like that's actually becoming how they engage with content I've quoted Sebastian Maniscalco before he's a hilarious comedian and he's telling his he's telling his wife I like to be bothered right he says that to her she's like why are you like this he's like I like to be bothered it's my thing I think gamers are developing like a thing where they're like I like to be overly critical and demanding. Like, it's my thing. It's how I engage with video games. It's like, they can't enjoy a game. Do you have friends like this with, like, movies and TV shows? It's like, they don't enjoy anything. It doesn't matter what the movie is. It doesn't matter if it's critically acclaimed, award-winning, amazing, mind-blowing. None of that matters. They engage with the movies and the media with just, like, a critical eye. It's like they put on their glasses, like, I'm going to find every flaw, every loophole, every inconsistency, every plot hole. I'm going to find it all. Instead of just being like, man, can't can't you just like the movie? Like, can't you just enjoy it? You know what I mean? Now, what I'm not saying is 
just shut your brain off and have fun. I am actually pretty critical and pretty, you know, I can be pretty harsh about games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be critical. I can complain. I can dice up a game and dissect it and break it down to its to its pieces and its parts and talk about how, well, they really failed to do this and they really failed to do that. Certainly, I'm not advocating for, like, just shut your brain off and have a good time. But I feel like there's, like, this condition that's going on about, well, I engage with games and my goal is to find the problems. That's my goal when I play the game. I'm not playing the game to enjoy it. I'm not playing the game to have fun. I'm looking for the problems. Because if I can find the problems, it'll give me an air of superiority in conversations on Twitter, forums, or YouTube. And that is where I, you know, take my enjoyment. <laughs> it's like, I, I've engaged with these people for seven years. You know, in seven years of content creation, YouTube, live streaming, making videos, podcasting, interviewing developers at E3, and, and interviewing other content creators. It's like, it's a common thing. Why do you have a Deathloop displate? Just because I didn't like the game doesn't mean that I can't have a, a displate. They sent it to me. You know, it's not a terrible game. I just didn't think it was nines and tens and game of the year worthy. It's a solid seven, seven and a half, eight on a good day. It's not a terrible game. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I think this this back here is, you know, it shows you that I, I'm not overly critical. You're right. A lot of gamers do that. Let's not be critical and ignore and get all the trash and bad practices that come to gaming. See, Explosive, I was already ready for somebody to misrepresent my position, and I said that's not what I'm advocating for. I'm not advocating for shutting our brains off and just swallowing trash. I'm certainly not advocating for that. You've not you've not been in my stream very long if you think that's what I'm going to do. Part of my brand, part of what I do as a thinker and a, and a gamer is I get really critical. I mean... Ask me about Deathloop, and I'll tell you why I didn't deserve 9s and 10s or even a Game of the Year nomination. It wasn't that good. But I can still put a displayed up and be like, look, it's a fine game. It's worth playing. Super creative, amazing voice acting and art direction. But I'm critical of that game. You know, I'm critical of Cyberpunk. Even though this morning I've tried to show people, like, listen, like, come on, uh, Cyberpunk isn't as bad as we all make it out to be. It was trash on old gen. They had no business launching it on old gen. They owe people not just apologies, but money for wasted effort, time, and frustration. I think if Cyberpunk's next gen update fixes most of the bugs, it'll become rare to encounter bugs. Uh, like normal games Uh, it'll save the game's reputation I don't know about saving the game's reputation I think they will be eternally marred and memed on for what they did for one simple reason the game is still available on the old gen consoles do you see what I'm saying the game is available on old gen consoles so to me I don't see how I don't see how they dig out of that pit by the way, tons of new subscribers this morning. Welcome. Thank you for being here. This is a Variety Gaming News channel. It's a live talk show Monday through Friday. Oftentimes we're doing two and sometimes three shows a day. You can subscribe in confidence if you want to talk in chat, contribute to the conversation. Disagreement is welcome. Not We're not allowed to insult people here. You don't, don't, don't be nasty, but you're allowed to disagree. I am safe for work, so a lot of people subscribe, and they're here all throughout the week. They just throw me in the uh, in, on in the background like video game radio. Because I am safe for work, you can do that with that confidence. There's a variety of ways to support the stream. Smashing the like button, subscribing. I got all kind of ways to support directly. If you want to become a member or send a tip, there's a dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. 
The game's reputation is fine with me, and it ain't even out yet. Oh, which game? Dying Light 2? Is that what you're talking about? They will never recover regardless of the new player base on Steam. Well, I, I'm just telling you, because Cyberpunk is available on old-gen consoles, they will never, ever shake the, the reputation, because it's never going to look or run that well on the old-gen consoles. It's a dadgum meme. It looks awful on those consoles. And don't tell me it's the console's fault when I can go play, you know, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Red Dead Redemption 2. I can play all these games on old-gen consoles, and they look they look fantastic, Right? They look fantastic. So, a lot of you are finding us this morning because you're searching for Dying Light 2. Okay, let me give you a too long didn't read of the story and the news and what we're covering. Okay, because you're probably like, what on earth are they doing? What are they talking about Cyberpunk for? Blah, 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 blah. Let me catch you up. Dying Light 2 gameplay has officially leaked in the form of retail copies are in circulation early. Techland, the developer, has officially warned people to not play the game until they can get their hands on the day one patch. Their official statement said, we kindly ask you to wait until February 4th, as by that time, you'll also get access to all the improvements and fixes we've implemented within the last weeks and will introduce with the day one patch. That's the way to experience Dying Light 2, the way it's meant to be played. That is what they officially said in response to the fact that there there are retail copies of the game out in the wild. Now, there are some streamers who have been given permission to stream the game early. More than likely, if you watch those streamers, they will have access to a version of the game with the day one patch baked in. That also probably means that when the retail, I'm sorry, the review outlets start pushing out their reviews once the embargo drops, those reviews are likely, we hope, trustworthy and accurate and they they reviewed the product with the day one patch and didn't like gloss over the problems that's common by the way for games and review outlets day one patches and so forth the 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 poll at the top of the chat is asking you what you think dying light 2 gameplay leak does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you most of you are saying no most of you are saying no 63% 63% of the audience is 64% of the audience is saying, uh-uh, nah, this is fine. I'm not worried. It's, it's day one patch. It's normal. Can't believe there's people defending Cyberpunk. I don't need to defend Cyberpunk. A game with a 90%, what, what is it at now? What's, what's its score at? You don't need to defend it. Listen, you're talking to the guy that memed on the game, that slammed the game, that, that criti- like really heavily criticized the game, okay? I am not a cyberpunk apologist. I'm not. But you cannot deny 429,000 reviews on Steam. Almost half a million reviews, and it has a 76%. That's pretty good. A 76? Half a million people review your game? If I made a video game and half a million people reviewed it, and I got a 76%, I'd be like, well, all right, that's not bad. Now, they had no business putting it on old gen. They had no business shoving that out and showing people a misrepresentation of the product. And people had every right to be very, very angry. And it really sullied CD Projekt Red's reputation. And all of that is deserved. So I'm not defending them. I'm simply saying, come on. It's, it's not good for what it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's be clear about something. 
that game fell well short of where it should have been. It should have been what Eugene is saying. Cyberpunk should have been a nine. Should have been a nine. An eight and a half. Not a seven and a half, right? It's a disappointing game for sure. I don't even like the game. I'm just telling you, you got to be nuanced in how you talk about it. It's like it, it, it clearly was better received on PC. It could have been good. They were pressured into releasing it early. Uh, it's still their fault. I mean, I, who pressured them to release it early? In any case, we're talking about Dying Light 2 gameplay leaked. There are actual retail versions of the game in circulation. So if you're looking for Dying Light 2 gameplay that was leaked, I don't have it. I'm giving you the warning from the developers. They said, don't play it. Don't look at it until it's got the day one patch in there. And we're asking at the top of the chat, does this worry you? Is this a concern? I'll give you my position on it right now. Day one patches are totally normal. And based on their history with Dying Light 1 and their willingness to delay this game multiple times, I'm confident that Dying Light 2 will be a good game. I don't know if it's going to be a great game. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to leave room here for like it's probably going to have some issues. It's probably going to have some challenges for sure, okay? But they've they've earned some trust, I think. I think Techland has earned some trust with the way that they treated the last game, with the way that they treated Dying Light 1. I believe that they've earned some trust. I don't I don't feel like they're a company that that is just going to be like, "Oh yeah, here's the game. Whoops, it's all it's bad." Like Number one, they want to support the game for five years. We already covered the Dying Light 2 roadmap. We already covered that. The Dying Light 2 DLC plans are huge. Like They want to support the game for like five years. And they're not just going to say, oh, yeah, sorry, it's bad. Now, if it launches with problems, I'm not going to make excuses for them. But I certainly have confidence that they'll fix it, which I can already hear the people and the naysayers saying, well... We shouldn't support companies that that push out something half-baked and then fix it as they go. Well, let me tell you why that's an impossible position for so many developers to be in, okay? Oh, that coffee's on point. We have a light and a dark roast, by the way. Our our Frickmas blend, our holiday blend, is on sale right now. It's a medium. It's a medium roast. Um, We would love to see a ton more coffee sales today. We sold like 18 18 sales yesterday. So nobody's taking advantage of Get Fricked in February. If you want to save on that, uh, you can can use that code. I don't even know. I think we have it as a timer in chat. I don't know how I can get to code in chat if you want to use the command. Anyway, the reason that I think that's like an impossible position for some developers to be in is because there's immense public pressure and oftentimes pressure from the publisher to crap or get off the pot. Like get the dadgum game out, right? Get it out. What are you doing? In light of everything that happened in 2020 and 2021 with game delays, some of these companies are left with the impossible decision of basically saying we just literally need to get it out there, right? It's like, just get it out there. It'll be a rough draft, but for Pete's sakes, like, we we gotta do something with it. Now, I don't think that's what's happening with Dying Light 2, but... Based on the EA earnings call yesterday, Battlefield 2042, they knew it wasn't ready. They knew it wasn't ready. They shipped it anyway. And here we sit with a game in a shambles 
they're they're considering making that game free to play going forward which i hate to say i told you so but i told you so i said there's no way you're gonna walk out into this landscape and launch a game full priced no campaign multiplayer only unless your game is otherworldly and amazing and it wasn't and as soon as the reviews started coming in i said they're gonna have to make this game free to play you're not gonna get anybody to pay any money in the future on your content on your seasons on your operators or whatever the frick they call them specialists i think that game was doa they're delaying season one and they're considering making the game free to play and i said i was like you're gonna have to make this game free to play and that's going to make people feel a certain kind of way that spent $70 on that game. They're like, you're making the game free to play? Really? Come on. What? I, I spent almost $100 on your game. Now, if we look at Dying Light 2 and the fact that they delayed the game a couple of times, they've been very passionate. They've been very transparent. They've done a lot of videos. They've shown you a ton of Dying Light 2 gameplay on their YouTube channel. They've been, they, you know, they just released 18 hours ago, your actions, your world. They are, uh, l- let me show you here. Th- this, this video, this video made me think of, this video made me think of Detroit Become Human. So they're showing you here what exactly your consequences will do it will create a tree of possibilities and outcomes so they're showing you here your different decisions if you do that if you opt to go inside or if you opt not to go inside then you're going to interact with different people those different people are going to bring you to other decisions assign the peacekeepers or assign the survivors different benefits come from each you know better water and school then over here you got like looks like better defenses and you know i don't even know fire and stuff you know one looks a little bit more ominous so they've put a lot of work and a lot of passion a lot of love into this project the the, the video the videos that they've shown the things that the, the things that they 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 put on display the first thing i thought of when i saw this i was like that's like detroit become human right Become human, stay human. <laughs> I don't think that's intentional, by the way. Um, so, I don't necessarily think we're looking at a Battlefield 2042 situation where, oh my gosh, this game is not going to be ready. It's going to be garbage. I also don't think, if I'm just thinking logically here, Techland just drew a ton of attention to their day one patch. They inadvertently just said hey we've fixed a lot of stuff the day one patch is going to be really really like good or helpful right and so they they put some listen they just put a lot of pressure on themselves did they not did they not hey man (laughs) yeah so you're gonna want to wait to play that game we've done a lot of work wait for that day one patch well you just put a lot of pressure on yourself a ton <laughs> like people are like okay we're gonna take your word for it that day one patch better be good better smooth some things over right better 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 smooth it over better make things good only problem i saw with last gen was that it was kind of blurry uh but other than that it looked good yeah yeah the um I, I noticed, 
I noticed that the old gen the old gen gameplay did look a little blurry. Now Philip is saying, "Oh, that might be YouTube compression." I don't know about that. You you can capture really good gameplay and upload the video, not stream it. When you stream it, certainly the compression gets a little funky. But for the most part, I, I don't necessarily think that that's true. That you can blame like, oh yeah, it looks a little blurry, looks a little bad on YouTube compression. I've seen plenty of gameplay on YouTube, 4K resolution, and been like, holy moly. Like, look at all the Horizon Forbidden West footage. None of that looks blurry, right? I didn't even notice a lower resolution at first until people pointed it out. Oh, on what, like the old gen stuff? Don't, uh, don't gaslight Ekasaurus. Nobody is saying Dying Light 2 will be the next gen cyberpunk. I don't think it's going to be cyberpunk. This is what happens, though. This is what happens. Everybody thinks of the other games. Everybody thinks of cyberpunk. Everybody thinks of of Battlefield 2042. Why? Because the game's about to come out, and the developers were like, oh, whoa, whoa, uh, yeah, we got a day one patch. It fixed a lot of the problems that you might see. Like, don't play the game until day of. Holy moly, so many new subscribers this morning. If you're new and never been here before, and you hit subscribe and you're talking to my chat, or you hit subscribe and you're just listening, thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate the support. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. I do variety gaming news all throughout the week. I'll be in your sub-feed on YouTube covering a whole host of things. We are covering Tiny Tina's Wonderlands later this afternoon. Just yesterday, we covered Sony buying Bungie, uh, Halo Infinite Battle Royale. We've covered Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring. Uh, We love From Software games here. We love MMOs. We love RPGs. So welcome. I hope you're enjoying the show. Hit the like button if you've been enjoying the show. That's the thumbs up button. And consider supporting the channel directly by hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of chat. You can become a paying member and get a badge and emotes. Send a tip. Uh, or you can support our various uh, sponsors. I'm wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. Those are disc plates, and we've got coffee, right? So welcome if you're new. I think in general, people are developing a a worry and a concern. It's almost like fool me once, right? We've had these big games. We've had these big releases, and we're we feel like I think some people are worried the gaming industry is in a rut. And it's a rut that is either manufactured by the developers and the publishers themselves, and this is what people think, okay? They think, well, the, the, the developers and the publishers are just going to intentionally shove out crap because they can fix it later, okay? So that's one way I think people think that the industry's in a rut. Another, another branch of thought of people being like, oh, the industry's in a rut right now. I think these people are probably a little bit more accurate in their thinking. They think this. Given everything that happened in 2020... And the massive delays and the production troubles that came with all of that, working from home, etc. That has led to an impossible situation where games are having to come out before they're ready because it's just taking too long. They have to they have to launch. They have to generate some revenue because their fiscal years are going to be ending in a month or two. Why do you think February is so full? So th- this is this is, a, this is, I think, a more accurate read of the industry right now, is that we're all a little hesitant to, to, to buy into a game because we're like, listen, you, you guys had to delay like three or four times. The last couple of games that have come out have been pretty bad. I mean, Battlefield 2042 should not have come out as bad as it was. 
you got a major publisher and a major developer working on it and what on earth did you do alright I'm not even a Dying Light fanboy by the way I played the first one a little bit with my buds but given Techland's history transparency and their commitment to the franchise I believe the game will be fine right I believe the game will be totally fine I do why is there so much hate here? I understand that we're skeptical, but I'm happy to see them working on this. I'm not seeing a lot of hate in chat, uh, Boo Plays. Don't let don't let a couple of negative Nancys sour sour your thoughts, because the chat is actually being very positive in my mind. We have lots of back and forth, discourse, and disagreement here. As long as you're respectful and you're not insulting, you are welcome to be here every day. I have people who every single day disagree with me, and they're mods or longtime members. So, but I'm not seeing a lot of hate in chat. I, don't don't do that thing. It's it's a psychological thing where you focus on the one or two negative comments and you ignore the one hundred people that tell you you're good looking and you focus on the one or two people that say your hair looks bad or something. So get the likes up, peeps. Says chest pain. Chest pain says, "Hey, get the likes up." <laughs> yeah, Larian disagrees with me all the time. It just sucks how folks act like uh, they wasn't just on last gen. Now they call it trash or can't run games. Well, hang on a minute, We the Best Movement. I, I understand where you're coming from. There are people who become pretty snobbish pretty quickly as soon as they get their hands on a PS5 or a Series X, okay? I, they do get a little snobbish, but you got to understand something. Those systems are old, and the people that just got on a new system, they... <laughs> They were on that system for a really long time, and there, as soon as you, as soon as you taste the goodness of next gen, it it almost immediately feels like yeah, old gen's real bad. <laughs> old gen's real bad, dude. Like, I'll give you an example. So I had always played games on my PlayStation Four Pro and my Xbox One and I thought they performed just fine. Then I got a really good gaming rig, and I started playing games at 60 and 120 frames per second. I tasted something sweeter, okay? And then I went back to those old consoles, and 30 FPS looked horrible. It looked blurry. It gave me headaches. I loved God of War. I loved Spider-Man on my PlayStation 4 Pro. Loved them, but they gave me headaches. I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not being a snob. I tasted something sweeter, okay? Take a sip of Coca-Cola and then bite into an apple. One is artificially way sweeter, and it will make the apple taste bitter, okay? That's just an analogy to the minute you get on these better systems, the minute you taste and see something sweeter and better, it makes its the, the, the predecessors seem significantly worse. Like, oh my gosh, that looks terrible. Now this, you know, fleshes itself out in a lot of a lot of good or and, and also bad ways. People that are like, oh, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok being cross generation, it's gonna hold the game back and they imagine this idyllic version of the game that was doing all these insane things when 
a lot of the early game launches on a new console merely tap into its graphical power, not necessarily its technical power, right? So it's going to take a while for PlayStation 5 and the Series X to start to see games that really tap into their technical power, like updates to Ghost of Tsushima, for example. There's zero load time in that game now. You're just literally, you fast travel, you're there. Okay, that's a technological advancement that more and more games are going to tap into. What does that mean? What kind of cool, crazy things in the past did you not do that you can now do? So, they will do the same, though, when the next-gen comes out later in years. Well, the next-gen console is, you know, probably a decade away, my friend. And you're right, they will! Think about it! Anytime you play a new system, new game, new power, and you see the beauty of it, it's going to make you think differently about the, what, what, what came before. I knocked my coffee down. If you're just tuning in and you're looking for Dying Light 2 gameplay, full game has leaked. Leaked in quotations, right? The retail versions of the game are in circulation. And the developers have warned you not to play it or look at it until you have the day one patch. Essentially saying that's the best way to experience the game. So... We appreciate the huge turnout today. Thank you so much. Take the poll at the top of the chat if you haven't already. Holy moly, a ton of votes. Over a thousand votes already. Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. Does the dev warning about the day one patch, does it worry you? 63% of you are saying, no, that's normal. Seems like a lot of you are pretty sensible people. Boo Play says, my bad. Hopefully this game is a massive success. I haven't seen many people uh, mention this, but Dying Light 2 in VR would be amazing. Well, you'd have to create the game from scratch for VR. It would it would probably be a little bit easier because of the nature of your melee uh, hands and running showing in the parkour, but they'd have to basically rebuild the entire game. You'd have to rebuild the entire game. And we are once again experiencing a ton of, of fluctuation in the viewership. If you're having to refresh or having problems... It's getting a tad bit annoying that every time we're having a really strong day, YouTube seems to be having issues. So I apologize if you're having to refresh or getting blips. It seems to be happening regionally on mobile. Um, If that is happening to you, I promise you it's not on my end. I pride myself in very good quality, both with the audio, the bitrate, compression, all of that. I've got everything set to be a rock solid show for you so I apologize if you're having to refresh after seeing the PS5 gameplay not performing very very well it worries me so Veter you're saying Dying Light 2 gameplay on PS5 you said it didn't look very well Dying Light 1 had VR support however all controls were PC and such oh got it got it got it a YouTuber I trust has been playing Dying Light 2 uh, and he is delighted even before the day one patch Well, that's good news. That's good news. More than likely, the day one patch is going to address things like glitched missions or, you know what I mean? Like, if you choose to talk to Dave instead of Steve, Dave's quest line is broken. Things like that are typically fixed in a day one patch. What was the footage we watched last week captured on? I don't know what the IGN, which footage though, Eugene, the footage that looked good uh, or the footage that was, uh, that was, that you thought looked bad. You should play Dead by Daylight. No, I'm good. I mostly do talk shows on this channel. Can I ask a quick question? What exactly was Dying Light again? 
was the game with the motorcycle dude and the zombies no that's 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 um that's dead rising isn't it Oh, the footage that looked bad? I have no idea. It was IGN China's YouTube channel that put up the footage. I don't know if they put in the description where they captured it. It seemed like it was like, an, like a Nintendo Switch or something. Um, it, <laughs> it, 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 didn't look, it didn't look good. It, 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 it certainly didn't look good. Um, talking about Days Gone? Oh, he's talking about Days Gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had a motorcycle in Dead Rising too, didn't you? Yeah, Days Gone is the one with the zombies in the motorcycle. Days Gone's amazing. Days Gone is one of the it's criminally underrated. It is it is it is criminally underrated. If you can play Days Gone on a PlayStation 5 or a PC, you should play it. It's excellent. They do some of the best the best emotion capture I think I have ever seen in a video game is in days gone when somebody's annoyed frustrated curious angry all the emotion capture on the faces in that game it's impressive it really really is days gone is criminally underrated it needs to be it should be given a sequel i know it launched and had problems it did it launched and had problems which is a gigantic bummer but it's one of the best pc ports i've ever played rock solid performance beautiful game really really good game um, so I can't keep up with you kids. Uh, dead days gone, dead rising, left for rising, dead four. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the next big game coming out. Except when you save someone, that motion capture is awful. When you save someone, I'm talking about in the cutscenes and stuff. When you're talking, like the NPCs are standing around having conversations and they show like emotion on their faces. It's, I think it's excellent. They did a very, very good job with days gone. I heard they're making Dying Light 2 on Switch. If they're running that on that tiny thing, then no consoles or computers should have any problems. I mean, if they're able to get this thing to run on a... <clears throat> excuse me. If, if they're able to get this thing to run on a Nintendo Switch, then that seems like a pretty agile and elastic engine. That seems pretty optimized. You know what I mean? Days Gone's one of the best zombie games. You know what's funny is it doesn't feel like a zombie game. It doesn't. It, 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 it is... It is, but it isn't at the same time, right? Just watched the first 40 minutes of gameplay on PS5 and it looked great, said Liam. I didn't see any problems with it. Yeah, Veter was saying that he thought it didn't look good on PlayStation 5. Liam is saying, he's no, it actually looks good. See no problems with it. Weigh in in chat if you've seen gameplay of Dying, you know, Dying Light 2 gameplay, PS5 and other, and other places. Um, where, uh, where, where do you place it? in the uh in the lineup i'm getting followed by bots on twitter again it's so weird uh days if only the gameplay was better i thought the gameplay was good in days gone i thought it was good i thought the shooting felt really good the shooting felt surprisingly good for the kind of game that it was i thought the shooting felt excellent days gone has a horrible story but really good gameplay i thought the story was awesome that's what actually gripped me about it was the story which was the same situation with the first Dying Light, coincidentally. Gameplay literally cancels out everything bad from a game. So, what, I mean, I, I don't, I guess you, 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 you say that the gameplay was good in Days Gone. I thought gameplay was good, but I also thought, <laughs> I also thought that the story was very good. I'm new here. What's the difference between this channel and Split Screen? Split Screen is a 
industry esports newscasting desk with a two streams a week that are focused on shoutcasting. Okay, this channel is a daily game variety gaming talk show. This is like video game radio. Okay, over there it's like real quick breaking news about the industry or content creators with some shoutcasting. It's more like a sports desk, right? Over here, this is gaming news radio, basically. It's like a podcast. That's the difference. Also, over here, you're going to be able to interact with me a whole lot more. We only do two streams a week over there, Thursday afternoon and Friday nights. Over here, Monday through Friday, you're getting two shows a day, sometimes more. Deacon St. John had an anger problem. (laughs) I love the story of Days Gone, and I still hope that we get a Days Gone 2. I agree. I agree. I think it deserves a sequel. Uh, the Switch game is a stream is a stream version. It's not running fully on the Switch, and the version was delayed for six months. The version was delayed for six months minimum. Senua is probably the best I've ever seen. Oh, emotional capture, yeah. Senua and Hellblade for sure is probably the best. Uh, I think Hellblade's the closest to a perfect game in existence. You don't think we get? You don't think we get a Days Gone too? I think they'll. I think they'll circle back to it. Bend is an underrated developer. Uncharted Golden Abyss on the PS Vita was underrated as well. I didn't even ever hear about that. The reviews are out for Dying Light 2. Alright, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's see what people are saying. Uh, Let's see. Somebody said IGN gave it a 7. Um... Eurogamer is reporting that Dying Light 2's day one patch will include a thousand tweaks. One thousand tweaks. Right? IGN says it's full of bugs. Really? Really? I'm new here. I just subscribed. You're on uh, every day when I like the... uh, I'm just new here. I subscribed and you're on when I like the idea of a game radio channel. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, don't get Lodo started on Hellblade. We'll be here for a day. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. Uh, let's take a look here. Dying Light 2. This is an update as of literally like right now saying they detailed some of what will arrive in the day one patch. Okay. So here we go. Thank you, Eurogamer, for the for the, this, this article here. It's saying... The fixes for the day one patch, okay? They said it has added over a thousand fixes and improvements via updates over the past two weeks, and another thousand tweaks would be included in the day one patch due to go out live on consoles within the next few days. The PC version, meanwhile, is being kept up to date in real time. Now, that's because those patches don't have to be certified. Um... Techland's vast blockbuster buckles under its own ambition and it lacks in innovation, but it makes up for it with outstanding parkour and combat. Martin wrote this in Eurogame's Dying Light 2 review, which just went live. So there's Eurogamer's review is being summarized as saying it buckles under its own ambition and it lacks in innovation, but it makes up for it with outstanding parkour and combat. So it sounds like the gameplay is good enough uh, to be praised. Major fixes in the day one patch here. Fix the broadcast infinite respawn story block. See, story blocks. I, you know, I, I said that was a common thing. Uh, fix for dialogues that block story progression. I, this is this is par for the course. I said that was likely going to be a lot of it. Resigning, 
uh, into the co-op. The co-op session doesn't fail in case the user is logged in. Fix a crash when handling electrical parts to Carlos uh, in b- the bazaar. Fix problems with temporarily lowering the difficulty level. Improved adaptive difficulty of the AIs. Fix a crash caused by background renderer during the transition between menu and loading screens. Increase WY's overall memory limit. Fix for limiting or I'm sorry, missing sounds and voiceover. Resolved problems with objects and AI sinking into the ground on a flat surface. DLSS enabled improved default DLSS sharpness. Fix for AI sometimes freezing or becoming immortal when the owner changes during death. Uh, Fix the gamepad isn't detected by the game before any movement or action will be conducted using a keyboard and mouse. Added protection against potential crashes. Updates for ESCHDE intro. Those are the different languages. I, DE, I believe, is uh, Deutsch, so German. And CH, maybe Czech. ES would be maybe Espanol. Uh, added missing game actions, fixing the game's unresponsiveness. Fixed streamer mode option that was not working properly. Fixed a crash on opening the secondary screen. Fixed disconnecting co-op sessions after a certain amount of time and many more. So it seems to be that they are aiming to fix a lot of different things. The uh, the Eurogamer um, Dying Light review says it's a brutal blockbuster that's inelegant but hugely entertaining. This is what uh, the Eurogamer review is saying. Let me scroll to the bottom here. I don't want to read the whole guy's you know review here. If you want to read his entire review, you should go and you support Eurogamer. I don't, I don't want to take away from this guy's hard work. Um, he says, I can't pretend to be an expert in big blockbuster games. The bloat and overstated breath isn't exactly my taste, but Dying Light 2, with its varied systems lifted wholesale from elsewhere, is a welcome reminder of how hugely entertaining they can be. There's a, there's a brutality to its breath, to the vastness of its world. This is a AAA experience served up with the subtlety and grace of a modified hammer to the hand. It's rarely elegant, but it is most definitely enjoyable. All right? So they're 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 saying they're basically saying like listen it's 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 rough around the edges but it's an enjoyable game it's a good game uh you know it's inelegant and some of it seems like what they're saying is is that there's it's it's almost maybe too big and that that could be a preferential thing I mean this guy's saying it's too big I mean that's that's very very uh subjective GameSpot says, look before you leap, here's our Dying Light uh, review. Let's see if we can't get a good summary statement from GameSpot. Give you guys a bit of a review roundup today. A ton of people tuning in. Dying Light 2 gameplay leaked because the retail versions hit the public early. And let me scroll down to the bottom of the GameSpot review. Uh, Despite all the time in the figurative oven, Dying Light 2 still feels a bit unpolished. Bugs weren't at the forefront of my bad times with the game, usually, but I witnessed things like sandbox activities being broken, a windmill puzzle that refused to be climbed, and a particular river that, when I fell in, would often not let me climb back onto land. Most often seen was an issue with the game's geometry, where I'd get stuck on some objects for reasons I couldn't understand. Thankfully, a bit of button mashing usually fixed those hiccups, and bugs rarely affected any of the game's best bits. 
the first person parkour. If it all sounds rather inconsistent, it's meant to. Dying Light 2 is a perplexing game. Its story and characters are headache inducing and it appears to lack polish in many areas. But even a dozen hours after I rolled credits, I found myself going back to the game to do another parkour challenge, rummage through another abandoned science lab, or see if I can get from point A to point B without ever hitting the ground. It's a rough around the edges, uh, it's rough around the edges and it asks players to invest a lot in the weakest element, but once you realize the story, like gravity, is going to pull you down, you can begin to defy it and enjoy things that it does well. So they give it a 6. Um, GameSpot gives it a 6 and says the good. Parkour abilities are expansive and exciting. Music genuinely flow follows your every step. The bad. Story is a drag, including a bad final boss and rough voice acting throughout. Bugs hamper some of the open world activities. Combat versus humans often feels repetitive and the stealth elements feel incomplete. Right? So again, everybody seems to be saying the same thing. It's rough around the edges, but it's worth playing. It's fun. Um, You know, it makes up for... um, Dying Light 2, less would have been more. So the gamer... Is, is saying something similar to the idea of the previous Eurogamer review that it just maybe is a little bit too broad. Maybe they maybe they maybe they they swung too too hard here, right? Um let's see here. Let's see what the gamer has to say. Dying Light 2 is at its best when you're scaling skyscrapers and discovering breathtaking views of the city, but as you descend back down to Earth and start to take a closer look at the things, it all falls apart. Beyond the poorly incentivized activities and pointless gear, there's also a general lack of polish that pervades the entire experience. Environments are repeated so often you'll get deja vu in places you've never been. Doorways, windows, ramps, and corners will frequently stop you dead in your tracks. There were the, there were three occasions when I went through a door or entered an area that shouldn't have been open yet and I found myself trapped until I reloaded. A lot of the issues will get fixed with patches, but I suspect there's considerably more bugs and issues to be discovered come launch. It's trying to do too much and missing the mark almost entirely across the board. The improved parkour mechanics in the verticality expanded world would have been great improvements over the original, but the sequel had too much ambition. The branching narratives is a whiff, the loot is underdeveloped, and the character progression is even less satisfying than the original. Dying Light 2 is a game with a troubled development, and unfortunately, it shows. I know how much the first game grew significantly over the years with patches and content updates, and I can only hope that this one gets as much support, because it still needs a lot of work before it becomes the game we were promised back in 2018, if ever. They give it a 3.5 out of 5. 3.5 stars out of 5. They say the expanded parkour system makes exploration incredibly satisfying. The day-night cycle has a huge impact on gameplay. Uh, However, convoluted plot with branching path system that doesn't feel impactful or necessary. Gear system is half-baked and ignorable, filled with frustrating bugs and a general lack of polish. Um, So, I would say... It sounds like the reviewers are being very honest here. They're like, it's fun, it's fun, it's good, but it's rough. It's rough. I mean, they're all saying the same thing. I got to tell you, I always like the gamer. Thegamer.com is one of my favorite uh, gaming news outlets, and I think they're, that review we just read felt very honest. Um, PC Gamer is giving it an 84. 
PC Gamer is giving it an 84. Let me scroll to the bottom just to give you the juicy summary bits. If you want to read these entire, you know, reviews, please visit the, the outlets that we're pulling these from. They don't have the day one patch? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um... Before the launch, developer Techland said Dying Light 2 would take 500 hours to fully complete, not just the main story quests, but side quests, challenges, activities, secrets, etc. After playing, I almost believe it. Dying Light 2 is a big game. The city is simply massive, filled with activities and random encounters and rooftop skirmishes, and even with a glider and other parkour toys, just crossing a single district takes a good long time. Villador is even bigger than a cursory glance of the map suggests because there are regions that sprawl well outside the borders. After finishing the story, I ran along the edge of the district and discovered there's a whole underwater portion of the city I didn't even know existed. The game is huge. After the 50 hours it took me to complete the main quest, about a dozen side quests, and a bunch of other activities, I still have plenty to do in Dying Light 2, and I'm keen to keep playing it. Even after wrapping up the story, there's still a bunch of skills I haven't unlocked, quests I haven't begun, and large sections of the city I barely set foot in. Not to mention, plenty of bandits I've yet to set foot on. So, what this sounds like to me is the one who wrote the PC Gamer review that I just pulled from, if you really, really like the gameplay, you're going to have a dadgum sandbox of eternity to run around and do stuff in but the people that were maybe looking for more innovation, more story depth, they're like, yeah, I don't know. This just doesn't seem like a very polished game. So they're all saying very similar things. They're all saying very similar things. They're saying it's rough, it's got its problems, but there is something worth playing here. And then PC Gamer is being more favorable, being like, there's just so much to do. Maybe only PC. Yeah, PC Gamer is probably playing on PC. I mean, PC Gamer, right? IGN. Let's read IGNs. Um, let's see here. I'm going to scroll to the bottom. Scroll to the bottom of IGN's review. Uh, that one of, the, one of the quotes here, your character is one of the dullest people on one of the most humdrum adventures. So IGN's not being all that kind. They give it a 7. Reviewed on the Xbox Series X, Dying Light 2 Stay Human is an ambitious zombie action adventure that's packed with top-notch parkour, an awesome open world, and every painful bug in the book. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they're giving it a 7. They're giving it a 7. The verdict. Here's their verdict. All right. Another in a long series of big, ambitious games whose potential greatness is visible just beneath the grimy layer of bugs, Dying Light 2 Stay Human could very likely become the stellar zombie survival adventure it's meant to be someday. For now, though, it's been it's best added to your backlog unless your irritation with crashes and technical issues is outweighed by eagerness to dance across rooftops with its excellent parkour, which, when everything works, is an unforgettable way to explore the last city's open world and join in the post-apocalyptic stories of its many weird and distinctive characters. No patch can fix the forgettable main plot or the protagonist I couldn't pick out of a police lineup even after 80 hours in his shoes, but Dying Light 2 Streets tell their own stories so the question is the question I have okay they're all saying very similar things about bugs and glitches okay they're all saying very very similar things so I guess I'm curious did they not have the day one patch 
it, 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 these all read like they didn't have the day one patch screw the reviews be your own critic problem solved I mean we just read through a host of varying responses IGN PC gamer uh, the gamer GameSpot, and Euro gamer I think we got a very very good mix of feedback and it seems to be one of the primary things these guys tripped on was the bugs and the glitches I would like a response from Techland. Did you did you did you have these people playing the non day one patch version? Is that why they're all harping on bugs, glitches, and problems? I mean, the, uh, according to the Eurogamer article we read, they're addressing like a thousand things with the day one patch. Boo plays with a five dollar tip. Didn't these people give Cyberpunk tens and nines anyway? <laughs> tens and nines, anyways. I like your content, bro. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So many new subscribers here today. Welcome. I am safe for work. This is Variety Gaming coverage. It's a talk show Monday through Friday. I can be your video game radio. You can subscribe in confidence and throw me on in the background because I am again, like I said, safe for work. That's what a lot of people do. There's a variety of ways to support the stream. The easiest way to support the stream is hit subscribe, set your bell button to all, and hit the like button on the video, right? If you want to support directly, there's a dollar sign at the bottom of the chat that'll enable you to send the tip, become a member. We have sponsors. I'm wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. If you think my X-Men shirt's hot, you can use code LONO at 80stees.com to get 30% off. And those disc plates back there, you can use the link in chat or the link in the description below to get a great discount on disc plates. So, Welcome in. Take our poll at the top of the chat. Take our poll. Let's see here. 1,400 votes on the poll. Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. Now, does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you? 63% said no. I'm curious now. Are any of you wanting to change your vote? We just read five reviews of the game that all say very similar things. Do any of the reviews acknowledge a patch or lack thereof? They said that a lot of this could be fixed in future patches. They didn't say anything. Let me do a search for day one patch. I, I don't know. Let's do a search for day one on all of them. I mean, they have their own article that says it advises waiting for the day one patch. Nope. GameSpot doesn't mention a day one patch. Uh, day one is not. Nope. Mm-mm. I guess I could work I could search for the word patch. I'll probably let me search for the word patch. The um okay, oh here we go, here we go, here we go. Unfortunately, I wasn't playing the final version of the game. This is from PC Gamer. The build was patched twice during the week I played, and I expect there will be a day one patch as well. They were not playing, so we now have it confirmed by PC Gamer. They were not playing the day one patch version. So some of the glitches, bugs, and crashes that they complained about may have been addressed that would maybe tone down some of the criticism here. It seemed like some of the criticism came from the fact that like the game was crashing, right? Nice t-shirt. It would look better off though. You got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. You know, you pay for it. You want to trade? Maybe we'll, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. There we go. More subs rolling in. I don't know. It sounds like their build got patched twice. Right, but he says the build was patched twice during the week, and I expect there will be a day one patch. Let me see what everybody else says about the word patch. Let's see. 
Um, come on. No patch can fix the forgettable. So yeah, no, they don't acknowledge a patch. They just say a patch won't fix the... Duh, 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 duh. A lot of issues will get fixed with patches. Um, I know the game will get fixed over the years with patches. Uh, patch. GameSpot doesn't mention any patch. And... Eurogamer. The only one who mentions a patch is PC Gamer. The only one that mentions a patch is PC Gamer saying that there was patched twice throughout the week and they're anticipating a day one patch. Game Informer says, Dying Light 2 is an engaging journey of discovery and gaining power. Almost everything you do embraces those dynamics. Another similar complaint was bad story and boring protagonist. Yeah, that's a consistent complaint we are seeing. That the story and the uh, and the and the protagonist is boring. Now somebody said that um, somebody said that earlier. They said that that was what the first game was like. The first game, what, what you know, featured uh, the first the first game featured a lot of uh, basically bad story, bad story elements, bad characters, but. It was it with the gameplay made up for it. Somebody was saying that just this morning in my chat, saying you know, it's 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 not the greatest story, but the that the game you know, but the gameplay makes up for it. It's a seven out of ten game, which is what I expected. Says Detroit. Yeah, see, that's I wonder. Um, uh, I wonder if that is like a thing now. We talked about this before when Aliens Fireteam came out. I said, why can't we be okay with just good games, right? It's okay to just create good games. They don't have to be amazing, otherworldly, record-breaking. They don't have to they don't have to do all these special things. They can literally just be good. That's totally fine to just have a good game. You know, like when I when I look at games like this, I expect them. I expect them to be, you know, good, right? I, I don't expect them to be phenomenal. I don't expect them to be amazing. I expect them to be good. It's a zombie game. You know what I mean? They can certainly make just good. Not everything will be an eight and a half or a nine. If a game interests me, I play it. Godfall felt like that. Well. The good game bar is pretty low. It doesn't mean we have to buy it. Oh, for sure. You don't have to buy a good game. You can wait for a sale. I'm not I am certainly not going to sit here and advocate you buy a game that is currently getting mixed reviews. <laughs> I'm not going to advocate you buy a game that's getting mixed reviews. Certainly not when the mixed reviews are saying things about bugs, about glitches, they're saying things about um, a boring protagonist, you know, all those sorts of things. Uh, we are getting a just unbelievable amount of people coming in searching for Dying Light on YouTube. Holy moly! If you found this video in my channel today searching for Dying Light gameplay, 
I appreciate you tuning in. If you've taken the poll, if you smashed like, if you've talked in chat, thank you so much. How close are we to the next milestone? Six more likes to 400 likes. Let's hit that next like milestone. Thanks for being here. I love seeing so many names in chat I don't recognize. We are here every day having great conversations about variety gaming news. I hope you come back all throughout the week for all the different things that we're covering. Tiny Tina Wonderland's gameplay preview. We're going to take a look at some of the new information this afternoon, so don't miss that stream either. We greatly appreciate seeing so many people here. Um, the more you repeat certain words, the weirder the word sounds. <laughs> I pre-ordered Dying Light 2. How can I play it early? Everyone has been playing it early, or do I have to wait until tomorrow? Daniel, that's a great question. People that are playing it early... People that are playing it early got a retail copy early, a physical copy. Either they know the guy who works in the warehouse at Target or the guy who runs the GameStop or a mom and pop shop. If you pre-ordered it digitally or physically, you're never going to get it early digitally. But if you pre-ordered it physically, you, you basically have to go ask somebody to break the rules, which I would never advocate for. I would never tell you to go to a store and ask that person to break street date. I don't I don't think that that's appropriate. I know there's content creators that do it. Typically the ones that do it are shady to begin with, so they probably don't think anything of it, but you're basically asking somebody to risk their job. So do not, I would I would encourage you to not do that. Um you know, that but that is what that's how people end up with it early. PCs tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> Consoles Friday. I was searching for washed up streamer. I landed here instead. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> uh, I added the, the instead. I added the instead. <laughs> I landed here. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, yeah. Dying Light is supposedly hitting uh, early on PC for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. I'm checking the Steam database right now to verify that. No, that's not true. Dying Light Stay Human is showing me February the 4th as its release date on Steam. Uh, It says the game will unlock in approximately two days. So unless they update the Steam Steam storefront, that that game is not going to be available uh, early. Um, Eight on that and ten on that. That's not bad. Techland is Polish. Look at Twitter. But, oh, but that doesn't affect Steam. That doesn't affect Steam. Steam doesn't say anything about that. I'm trying... Uh, let me let me try and verify what's being said in chat. I don't want to just repeat what somebody's saying and act like it's gospel. Have they announced officially anywhere what you're saying so we could actually confirm it? Dying Light game on Twitter. Preload is live. I asked if you are ready, but no one asked if I am. Ba ba ba. Two days now. TikTok. Techland published a map saying 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Oh, there's like a map. There's like a release map. Let me see if I can find that so I can show it to you guys. Seeing is believing, right? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Oh no, I don't. I don't need to save the image. I need to open the image in a new tab. Okay. 
Let me get you the image on screen. It's always good to show, like, so people don't think I'm just sitting here spouting nonsense. Uh, here we go. All right, so, ba-boom. This is showing here, uh, New York City, Thursday, February the 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern. Now, again, currently, I'm not seeing that evidenced in Steam. Steam is not saying this. Now, Steam may say what it says, but if you can preload, they said preload is live. So if you can preload, then that means your time zone would likely show, oh, it's available now. You know what I mean? Um, Hang on a minute. Bug fix patch. Oh, that's Dead by Daylight. I thought they had more patch notes. I was like, oh, we got more patch notes. Um, preload is 48 hours. Red left corner. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It says down here, on consoles, the game will release in each region at midnight local time. On both PC and PlayStation, preload of the game will be available 48 hours before the scheduled release in each region. On Xbox, preload is available now. Alright, so let me make sense of this for you. On Xbox, you can preload right now. On Xbox, it will be available at midnight local time. So midnight rolling into Friday for you local time is when your Xbox will let you play. On the PC and the PlayStation... Preload of the game will be available 48 hours before the scheduled release time in each region, which means you will be able to preload it now because we're 48 hours before midnight tomorrow. We're within that window. So you can preload on all platforms as of right now. Now, consoles, you can play at midnight. PC, you can play in, you can play in all these times shown, right? This post is old. That doesn't mean that people have the information, right? You know what I'm saying? I I could read to you an old manuscript from George Washington, and you might not have the information. It being old doesn't mean that it's not important. So the, the fact that it's old doesn't mean people in chat know about what I'm reading. My time is EST. I'm confused. What do you mean midnight? If you are Eastern, you can play at midnight if you're on console. If you are Eastern, you can play at 7 p.m. on February 3rd if you are on PC, right? The P, the, does that make sense? So PC, you can play at 7 p.m. Eastern if you're if you're Eastern Standard Time. If if you're if you're uh, console, you can play at midnight Eastern, rolling into Friday. Misunderstood me? Oh. I thought maybe you were telling me it's old, there's no reason to show it. I was like, what do you mean? This is important information. I saw a chart said game releases 12 GME on the 4th of February. And the time between there and you do the math. Chicago, 7 p.m. on the 3rd. Well, I mean, it's right here. It's right here on the map. I meant you could preload as of right now on every platform. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this post is old, meaning it was letting people know, hey, once you're 48 hours in, the first game got a 75 from the reviewers. So, yeah. 
So again, just so we're clear, you can preload the game right now on any platform. If you're playing on a console, you can play at midnight going into the fourth. Okay? If you are playing on PC, all of the times you see on this map, I'm hiding Australia. Sorry, Aussies. You can play according to the map. Okay, let me let me go over here since we don't need to see that box anymore. Okay, there you go. So if you're playing on PC, all these times matter to you. If you're playing on console, none of these times matter to you at all. They don't matter to you one lick because you're playing at midnight your local time. Okay. Everybody can preload right now. When you get in is different depending on whether you're PC or console. PC can get in a little bit earlier according to the times on this map across February 3rd into the 4th and all the console homies can jump in at midnight local time got it how do I change the time zone don't don't even bother with that it's not worth the trouble you got to jump through 18 different hoops and you probably have to create a brand new account it is not worth the trouble I would not ever advocate for trying to get around region locks or region blocks it just simply isn't worth it Rollout seems way too easy. Can we make it more complicated? If people can't figure out uh, when they're supposed to play, uh, it'll help with server load. (laughs) Midnight is the opposite of afternoon. What? Go to your settings in the Xbox time zone, switch to New Zealand and reset your system. I would not advocate doing that and it's never that. No, it's not that simple. Switch your time zone so you can play some garbage ripoff remake a couple hours early. Gemini Christmas, you're probably really fun at parties. I agree, there's room for media that isn't earth-moving. Uh, Dying Light is like many horror movies. It's a fun time, it's not thought-provoking. Dying Light 1 was cheesy, but it had great gameplay and atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, the Metacritic scores of Dying Light 1, it got a 75 from the Metacritic reviewers, and it sounds like it's landing in the 7s and the 8s again. I, I, I just, that isn't surprising, right? That's not surprising. No guns. Yeah, the game doesn't feature a lot of guns. That, that, that's, that's the kind of game that it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I play Tomb Raider, there's not enough jump ropes. Like, that's not a valid criticism. Like, you're just, <laughs> a game sets its stage for what it wants you to do in the game with, with the combat, with the mechanics, with the weapons, with the logistics, and if you feel like something is missing, that's fine. Don't play it. But that doesn't mean it's, that made it doesn't mean it's a garbage ripoff. No guns. Timer in the darkness. Dying Light One was great. How do you know this game's not great? It's getting sevens and eights. The first game got similar scores. Most of the criticisms from the reviewers focused on bugs and glitches. They did also focus on a boring protagonist and story, but many people said the first game also had a pretty ho hum story. And they're all saying that the gameplay kind of helps it. Okay, stupid, it's blanking trash, you idiot. Like I said, you're really pleasant at parties. You're not allowed to hang out here. Like, sorry. Our our environment and culture is too pleasant for people like you. You're not, you're an unpleasant person. Just go somewhere else. It's dying light, don't reinvent the wheel, just make it ride better. Yeah. Guess someone's home from school today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The learning at home programs are really flooding the channel with a lot of uh, (laughs) 
I bought the first game and pre-ordered the second game to kill zombies and jump on buildings. No one's buying this for a compelling, thought-provoking story. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, who thought? Who thought this was gonna be was gonna be a, a, an earth-shattering game? It's a zombie game, man. It sounds like they made a good zombie game. <laughs> it's got it's got some polish. It's needed. The day one patch may smooth some of this out. You know, some of the ongoing reviews might shift in the next couple of days. We just rolled over the sub count again. 11.3. We were like 11.1 just yesterday. <laughs> what the frick is happening? Uh, just because some guy at IGN gave it a 7? I don't understand. Are you saying that the seven's too high or too low? PC Gamer gave it an 84. Uh, so, some guy gave it a six. Uh, d- 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 GameSpot gave it a six. So we got a six, we got a seven, and we got an eighty-four. You know what I mean? You're a cool dude. Thank you. Uh, d- d- yeah, bugs can listen. 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 Let's be real about something here. I am not going to excuse a sloppy launch, but I've said this before. All is subservient to the content loop all you must worship and serve the content loop like it's a god if you don't you will be judged harshly for it bugs can be fixed glitches can be polished bad gameplay is bad gameplay and all the reviews said the same thing the one guy's like yeah even after I was done I wanted to go back in and do more stuff even after I was done I wanted to go back in and do more stuff the PC gamer guy was like, I was having a blast. I, there's so much more for me to do. There's so many things I didn't discover. They're all saying the same thing. It's got bugs. It's got glitches. It lacks polish. It can be very frustrating for that reason. The story kind of falls flat. Well, they're all saying and praising the right thing. They're praising the gameplay. You see what I'm saying? If you praise the gameplay, you have my attention. Because I can get over a boring story. Because to be quite honest... I'll be honest with you. Unless it's at the par of like Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War or something, unless you're at that level, I don't really get that invested. Do you? I mean, come on. When you played Dead Island or Dying Light or any of these games, did you get that invested in the characters in the story? No. What about Left 4 Dead? No. Why? You're just killing zombies. That's what you're supposed to be doing. I really connected with Greg. He died in the... In the second level, screaming and gurgling. It was just... It was magnificent. It touched my soul. No! That's not what... It, it's all about the gameplay. If I'm playing a game like The Last of Us or Hellblade or something that's narratively driven, then sure. But they're all saying, listen, man, gameplay and content loop is solid here. That protagonist is kind of boring. That story's kind of bleh. But who cares? Would you're going to do more running, jumping, kicking, and slicing than you are standing around being gripped by a story. Primarily, what you're going to fill your time with is gameplay. The story of Overcooked 2 is not compelling enough for me to really enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the onion. The king onion's just not... He's just... just he's not believable. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right? Listen, listen. You play Overcooked all you want, but that king in the shape of an onion, he just isn't he just isn't believable, okay? I, I find it to be very, very cliche, and it's just, it's food, it's food character tropes. 
from the bottom to the top. It's so stereotypical, super unbelievable. Overcooked is just one of the worst, worst stories ever. Truly. This is satire, folks. Yeah, I don't expect... Depends on the game. I just don't think anybody goes into a game like this expecting some gripping, award-winning, Oscar-worthy story. It's just not the point. It just isn't the point. It doesn't mean... I don't want to excuse bad writing or bad voice acting. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying that's not cause for, like, throw the game in the bin. You see? I'm going to go watch some of the reviewers in co-op gameplay. It's been a pleasure watching the stream piece. Thank you for stopping by, Funk. If you guys have enjoyed today's stream, there's a variety of ways to show appreciation. Click the like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Take the poll at the top of the chat. You know. So you're saying overcooked is overcooked. Get out. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fine. So you're saying... Uh, exploring the world with your friends will be the highlight of the game. The memorable moments come from the co-op on Dying Light. The story is all scares and surviving with a friend. The script just leads you to the encounters. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need... (laughs) You don't need... You don't need a compelling story. Uh, so what are we doing next? Let's see here. Uh, it says we gotta go kill some zombies. Awesome. (laughs) great go and do it come back what uh what are we doing next uh you're not gonna believe this it says here we gotta go kill some zombies (laughs) oh yeah like that's the game man overcooked is actually underdone i really enjoyed overcooked too my my wife and i and me and the kiddos we played through like every dlc we played through like every extra piece of content we did like literally all of it I mean, I'm saying all of it. It was really fun. We never played the first Overcooked, but we enjoyed Overcooked 2 quite a bit. It was very, very fun. My kids are actually, like, really good at delegating. Like, that's what I've been trying to teach my daughter. Like, there's a difference between being, like, a bossy, like, and pushy, you know, person where you're just, like, making everybody do what you want. And so the other day, she was working on something, and she delegated to me. And I was like... Okay, girl. <laughs> like, okay, I see you. <laughs> Gonna run a company someday, aren't you? She was like, uh, Papa. I was like, Yes. She's like, Can you cut all these in half for me? You do that, and I'm going to write on all the ones that are already cut. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> Straight up delegating to her dad. <laughs> I was like, Okay, okay. Little leader, you know what I mean? But, you know, the the overcooked experience with them that's where I learned like kids are actually pretty good at that like splitting up the work and delegating and like she would scold her brother and she's like I am in charge of this she's like you are supposed to be washing the dishes like establishing like look if we all have our respective roles it'll go smooth (laughs) and they picked it up man We, we did we did really well we did really well in that game we got a lot farther than I thought we would we got a lot farther than I thought we would. And then they taught us that you could, like, repair the walls. <laughs> you, 
You can repair the walls because there's like those tower defense levels where like the zombie food is attacking you. And my wife and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I was like, I just don't know what to do, babe. I was like, we, we can't make the food fast enough. I said, I don't know what we're doing wrong. And my kiddos figured out you could like repair the walls. I was like, well, son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, a little six and an eight year old teaching grown adults how to play overcooked. Yeah, it was a good boomer moment for me. Good, good, good humbling boomer moment. Any reason for the death loop plate behind you? I just hadn't been up in a while. I just cycle them through, you know. They sent it to me. They sent me three death loop plates. They sent me a book of Boba Fett plate, but you can't dadgum see it. It's so dark. Like, you can't even see what's on the plate. It looks like I'm literally hanging a black plate on the wall. Super dark. Top rated zombie movies, uh, also, it's not like they set the world on fire. Yeah, they all have seven fives, seven sixes, and seven nines. Zombieland, Grindhouse, Shaun of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. They all have sevens and eights. Seven and a halfs and eights. Yeah, like that's it's just, just normal. That's normal. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't expect, uh, I wouldn't expect otherwise. I would not expect otherwise. They're not setting out to be groundbreaking, you know? That's not what they're setting out to do. Did we post an update today? Oh, we did. Oh, there we go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That little channel, that little channel is humming, creature. It's humming. If you like really quick updates, like if if you subscribe to lots of different channels on YouTube and you like really quick updates that are like four minutes long, we have a channel... That's just, that's all it is. It's called SNTR Updates, and boy, oh boy, that channel's doing very well. Little teeny quick updates. Yo, Mumphy coming in with a brand new membership. Love to see those new members. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you so much. Don't forget, when you're a paying member, you get increased access in our Discord. Uh, we have a separate channel, a larger channel, too, called Split Screen, and I do shoutcasting and news over there, like uh, esports news, industry news. And if you're a paying member, you can do an I Can Cast Anything challenge. You can submit something for me to try to shoutcast. Uh, last week, I had to shoutcast somebody uh, teaching you how to solder wires. So, if you're a paying member here, or a paying member over there, uh, you can submit those challenges in our Discord. Uh, do, do, do something like, thank you, thank you, thank you. YouTube sends me here every day at some point. I appreciate that, Ghostface. Yo, Jake coming in, renewing that membership and getting a purple joystick. There you go. If it's purple, it's, uh, it's healthy. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Did we feed the algorithm? We've just been, we've, uh, we put a lot of effort into a lot of different, uh, channel types and they're all, they're all doing exactly like what we want them to do. Seven months already. Thank you, Jake. I don't know why it let you do it twice, but thank you so much, Jake, for hitting that, uh, renewal announcement at the bottom of the chat. Um, any more updates? We read through, um, we read through all the reviews of Dying Light 2. We read, well, not read through them. We read their summaries. We read, uh, IGN's. PC Gamer, The Gamer. I think thegamer.com is one of the best sources for gaming news. I actually, It's one of the few sites I think they do a very good job. They seem very balanced in their coverage. Uh, GameSpot and Eurogamer. We read all their various reviews. Um, the topic of today is Dying Light 2 gameplay leaked. 
is well not gameplay leaked it's like the full games are out there in the public in view of the public uh, retail versions of the game hit the hit the public early and the warning from Techland is don't play it until you can get the day one patch um, do not play it until you can get the day one patch what is this why am I not getting notified from the website about a coffee order I'm getting a PayPal notification instead. Somebody ordered a dark roast and a Frickmas blend and cashed in on the discount. I don't know who this is because I didn't get a notification. I didn't get a notification from from the from the network. Uh, have we been getting coffee orders and I've not been shouting them out? What you can get fricked in February. You can use code get fricked and get 20% off our holiday blend, the Frickmas blend. Uh, We're moving through the inventory. It was our most popular flavor. Uh, It was our most popular flavor in November and December, and it will not be available after February. So you can get a nice discount as we move through that that inventory this month. Get Fricked in February. so use code getfricked right now at rageousroast.com or use the coffee command in chat. I'm checking right now to see if any more orders have come through. Our alert system may be busted. I'm supposed to get alerted with an email when people order coffee. Let me hit refresh here. Um, I don't understand why that PayPal thing just came through. That must have been from yesterday. This must have been from yesterday then because I don't have any orders uh, to print right now at stamps.com. So yeah, that must have just been a delayed payment for some reason. Um, So our alert system is probably fine. It was just, I don't know. Uh, The IGN video review on Dying Light 2 shows a lot of bugs. Oh, does it? Are they showing off a lot of the bugs? That's unfortunate that uh, it's so weird I guess the day one patch wasn't ready. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it seems like it wasn't ready. It's like, well, you know, you, you couldn't get it out to these guys. I, I tell you what it is. Um, I can't buy your coffee. Your website couldn't confirm my address. If you want to get in the Discord, Creature can help you out with that. He can help you. Um, No, no, stop. He didn't complete his order. I mean, I didn't say who it was. I just got a notification, so I don't know what in the world happened. Um, But yeah, if you want to get in the Discord, we can help you with that if you're trying to order coffee and you're having trouble. Um, IGN playing on Xbox, or was that PC Gamer? PC Gamer... Did he say what... He was playing on PC, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was playing on PC. PC Gamer was playing on PC. IGN played on an Xbox Series X. So PC Gamer played PC. IGN played on an Xbox Series X. I don't know. A PC code was provided by the publisher for this review. So the gamer.com played on PC as well and the gamer was far more critical than PC gamer was. Uh let's see. And then the editor at GameSpot said we will play the co-op mode when it becomes available to us. This review updated and the score will be finalized when it's done. They're not indicating what they played on. Um 
A review code was provided by the publisher. Yeah, the 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 the, the GameSpot is not indicating. Maybe they indicate in the beginning where they played. No, they're not saying where they played. Eurogamer does seem to indicate where they played either. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's... Who is that? The PC version, meanwhile, uh, will be kept up to date in real time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... Again, that's after it's out in the wild and receives patches. That doesn't mean that the... That does not mean that the PC gamer version got the day one patch. They they indicated that the day one patch was coming. So either they're misinformed about the patches they received. PC versions are current. That's a presumption, Eugene. You're reading that out of context. It says, Techland said it would add over a thousand fixes improvements via updates over the past two weeks, and that another thousand tweaks would be included in the day one patch within the next few days. The PC version, meanwhile, is being kept up to date in real time. So they're saying that the day one patch is coming. That, to me, reads as after launch date, they'll be keeping it up to date in real time. PC PC Gamer didn't say that. It said they received a handful of patches... The build was patched twice during the week I played. I expect there will be a day one patch as well. You see what I'm saying? So either PC Gamer is 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 grossly ill-informed or they weren't receiving a day one patch. There's no day one patch for PC? Then PC Gamer is not informed properly. We don't have anything that contradicts what they're saying other than what you're reading from that article but again that PS5 also got some patches but not the day one patch right yeah I don't know that's what I mean I I don't want to read too much into what you're reading that quote about the PC version will be kept up to date in real time is talking about a future a future not the present it's not talking about the ones that were sent out either yeah, I don't know. If te- we need Techland, we need Techland to respond and say whether or not they were giving these people the day one patch treatment while it was out. Ouch! Pop my ankle. It felt good, but it hurt at the same time. Uh. Hmm. I'm not seeing any any updates about it. I'm checking Twitter right now. It seems to mostly be getting six sevens and eights. Six sevens and eights. And CG Magazine gave it a nine. CG Magazine gave it a nine. Hair on point today, dog. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I tried something a little bit different with it. It was out of control yesterday. I couldn't control it. Um, SNTR foam rollers are up next. Roll those ankles. Raid, raid, raid. 
put user in timeout. Yeah, you're you're raiding by yourself, apparently. Um, it's not much of a raid. If I were to buy the game on PS4, can I upgrade to the PS5 version for free once I switch over? Dying Light says, yep, it's free. Our business is based on making a good game, not on forcing people to pay more, uh, pay for more FPS on their brand new console. <laughs> uh, is that real? Is that real? It's a one-man raid. Yeah, yeah. It's a one-man raid. Otherwise known as spam. <laughs> Otherwise known as spam. Um, Ashen with six months of membership says, "Happy to see you cruising on that sub count, cruising, cruising in the sub count, climbing." Thank you so much, Ashen. Yeah, we're having a huge day today. Really appreciate the amazing turnout. All the new subs. Uh, just monumental. Um, the one-man army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole concept of reviewing games ASAP, even before it releases, is so bizarre to me. Well, here's the thing, though. Wouldn't you rather have them doing something like this than the alternative, which is you, like? Nice beard, thank you. Like, what do they? What do they embargo it until three or four days after, and no one can know how good or bad the game is without buying it? Obviously, you could watch YouTubers and streamers, but a lot of the a lot of the consumer base doesn't do that. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't watch YouTube. They don't watch live streams. We don't need all these pre Elden Ring games to be good. They're just a pit stop until Elden Ring. <laughs> well, maybe for some, maybe it's a pit stop on the way to Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, the like count's cruising today as well. We only need 13 more likes for 500 likes, so thank you everybody for smashing that like button today. Um, uh, uh, first game, number 70... And was beloved by the community and heavily supported. Uh, no, don't feel like interacting with you. Uh, yeah, it's get it's getting it's getting a seventy-seven on Metacritic, and in 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 games games Nosh says. That's a bad score considering how generous game reviewers are these days. I don't agree. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any more reviews coming out. The only new one I saw was one from Games Radar. I'm sure the devs would like if the reviewers would mention if their copy was pre or post patch version. Um, I restarted Horizon Zero Dawn today. You're gonna try and get through it before the new one. That should be fun. That should be fun. Um, yeah. I think it's a weird stance for Techland to hand out a bug version and hope they look past the bugs that we know are there. That I kind of agree with you. Why wouldn't you say, hey? 
we really hope that you you say it in your review that like you, you know you you're not you don't have the day one patch and it's you know I don't know Game Informer has one it sounded like Game Informer was you know being maybe a little bit overly uh, o- o- strong in their praise uh, Game Informer on Twitter Dying Light 2 They did they TBA on Switch. They don't seem to indicate where they played it. They give it a 9.5. Uh Dying Light 2 is an engaging journey of discovery and gaining power. Almost everything you do embraces those dynamics. In evolving beyond the first game's offerings, putting a stronger emphasis on the characters helps shape the world in meaningful ways. Some of Aiden's choices are difficult, especially those surrounding a character named Lowen, or Lowen, uh, who is given uh, a heck of a pulse by Rosario Dawson. I can't say enough great things where his and her stories go. I adored almost every second of this game and see myself revisiting it as Techland has announced at least five years of DLC on the way. That's a wonderful promise to hear when starting a new game that has turned out this well. Yeah, I don't know. This guy's given it a nine and a half and has nothing but good things to say about it. Strangely praising the story one of the things that almost all of the reviews didn't give good praise to IGN even went so far to say that a fellow reviewer on PS5 lost their save file due to bugs and had to start over again <coughs> GameSpot released the video yeah I'm not going to be going and watching all all these different videos it's not that's I don't mind reading reading some you know quick reviews um, this guy Leon Hurley who writes for Games Radar says it's a big game and for the most part it's a good one um, uh, Joseph Staten says hey folks uh, in November I said we'd have a roadmap." A Halo Infinite update on our seasonal roadmap, co-op, and the Forge in January. We need more time to finalize our plans so we can share something with you you can rely on. This work is a top priority, and we'll have an update as soon as we can. That was yesterday. So they're basically saying, we don't have anything to say right now. Man, they're having... They're having... 343 is having trouble. They really, really, and truly are. Um, <laughs> XQC laughing at this scuffed Rainbow Six broadcast is really good. He's just dying. He's He can't breathe. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mm-mm-mm. We put a video up today on split screen. Uh, about XQC's he actually has an exclusivity contract with the purple platform which is insane to think about I he said he didn't tell anybody because nobody asked which is funny um, truth be told I pre-ordered it but not because of the game but the level of support the Techland provides to their games I talked about that this morning that I believe that they've earned a lot of trust with the community with how they treated Dying Light 1 for sure 
tells me no forge and co-op season two i yeah that's worrying that's worrying that they're like yeah we want you to be able to have reliable information so we don't have any information for you right now uh <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I, all right all right i guess a little uh <laughs> i guess there's i guess you don't have anything you know uh Okay. Where is the... Was it yesterday they put it up? Here it is. Alright, alright, alright. Here we go, here we go. This is for later. Um, This is for later. I'm gonna get the next... The next video that we need ready. You're on a need to know basis right now. <laughs> What's up? Uh, AKA ice cream guy. Ice cream guy. What? I don't. What are you? Who are you? Um, you got time. What did we timed him out? Oh, he keeps saying the same thing. Sup, buddy. Hi, my buddy. <laughs> What's up, my buddy? <laughs> What's up, my buddy? AKA Ice Cream Guy, my buddy. What are you even talking about? I swear, when we have really big days on YouTube, we get some of the weirdest chat behavior ever. Teddy's like, settle down. <laughs> Dude was stuck on repeat. Yeah, we got that one man raid a little while ago, whatever the frick that was about. <laughs> Someone's spamming like crazy. What's up, my buddy? He's been here before. Yeah, his name is... I recognize his name. I recognize his name. Uh, let me see how old his account is. Um, yeah, I mean, he's had his account for four years. I, so I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. I'm not your friend, guy. <laughs> With a lackluster campaign that offers little to enjoy in the way of drama, some serious performance issues, which we hope will be patched day one. Mantis quoting another um, another one there. Golly, frick, the search on this video today. So many of you found this video searching probably for Dying Light 2 gameplay. Uh, the, the full game has quote-unquote leaked because the retail version is in circulation. We spent time reading through a bunch of the reviews. Uh, the Techland has said to not play the game before you can get the day one patch, and it seems the reviewers were playing a non-day one patched version, as they highlighted one of the main problems with the game is bugs and crashes, which are to be addressed in the day one patch. Also, one of the consistent complaints about the game is that the protagonist and the story is not that interesting, but the, the corroborating fact between all the reviews is that the gameplay is good even people that said you know it wasn't it was a frustrating experience or a bug riddled you know experience or whatever they were going back in and 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 playing again and and putting putting more time into the game so you were searching for gameplay great stream have a great day thank you thank you 
If you've enjoyed today's stream, man, smash a like button. Make sure you're subscribed with the bell button. I'll be in your sub feed all week doing talk shows like this. Variety gaming news coverage. A lot of people treat me like video game radio because uh, I am safe for work. You can throw me on in the background of your day. So we appreciate you being here. If you want to support the channel directly, you can hit the dollar sign at the bottom of chat. And that offers you a way of supporting the channel beyond subscribing and, and hitting the like button because subscribing is totally free. It is totally free to do. Um, Cyberpunk got 10 out of 10 with bugs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh I'm new to your channel and my, oh uh, yeah, I would, Crispy, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't self-promote yourself on YouTube. It's going to be pretty frowned upon, uh, if you do it. Um, Sony is working on 10 live service games, including a new Bungie IP. Oh, well, there you go. Destiny 3? No, it says a new IP. That wouldn't, that's not what that would be. So, as we said when I speculated about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Ghost of Tsushima four months ago, live service is going to become the new norm. There's going to be more live service games. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just going to become more and more common uh, as time goes on. I think, and I think Sony sees the, sees the, the money. They see the money that can be made and uh, they they're interested and that's why they're working with them we covered that yesterday if you want to see my full coverage of sony buying bungie that vod is available we try to cover you know lots of gaming news i had a guy get up my nose on split screen he's like really you're gonna cover this but not some of the biggest gaming news i thought you were above this level of pettiness i was like hey dum dum uh we <laughs> We uh, we cover this on my other channel, but you know, you're not paying attention. You're busy sitting around waiting for I I don't know what, waiting for me to lick a drag, I guess. And then you want to get all self righteous about me covering Pokimane on a channel about industry news and content creators. We got a gaming news channel, and you're just not subscribed to it. You dumb dumb. All right. People are like, yo, settle down, man. Dum dum. Woof. What kind of that kind of language just feels so unnecessary. I thought this was safe for work. Saying things like dum dum. Yo, Sven with eight months of membership. Hello, sir. Did I hear about Master Chief on the PlayStation 5? Shut up, Sven. No, no. I fi- I'm still mad at you. I'm still mad at you, dude. I was sitting down, got a drink. I got my TV show going. I'm ready to have a relaxing time with my wife. And you put that crap, you put that crap on the Discord. I grabbed my laptop real quick. I was like, oh, frick, we got to type up a new show. What the frick is this? And you freaking rickrolled me. You are, you are such a, you are such a Sven. And I, I, I mean that. Heartfelt. Heartfelt. <laughs> you are such a Sven. Sven. <laughs> Uh, looking Drake sounds like an OnlyFans thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I should do. That's what I should do. I should start an OnlyFans called Drag Liquor, and you can, uh, you know what I mean? You can pay to see me lick dregs. At least no one is going to be that into it until it's advanced enough to be like Ready Player One instead of whatever terribly boring hellscape this is. 
<laughs> oh, that's good. Mm, weakest bait ever and you fell for it? I mean, it was a tweet. It was a well done picture. And so I was like, what the frick? How are they pulling this off? Right? We're getting an OnlyFans finally. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's finally happening. Hey, we hit 500 likes. That's amazing. We had 500 likes and almost 2,000 votes on the poll. Make sure and vote on the poll at the top of the chat. If you're tuning in for Dying Light 2 gameplay that was leaked, the warning from Techland is that the retail versions of the game got out early and they're saying don't play it or look at it until the day one patch is in circulation. We read through a lot of the reviews this morning from Eurogamer to GameSpot to The Gamer to IGN to Game Informer uh, to Games Radar, all saying very similar things about the fact that the game is rough around the edges. and uh, But the gameplay is generally being described as good uh, and enjoyable. And so, if you've enjoyed today's stream, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you've hit like, those are all the free ways to support what we do here. Uh, We are going to do a second show this afternoon, and it's going to be a Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gameplay preview. There's two big changes coming to the Borderlands format, and we are going to break that down, as well as the new gameplay footage that uh, that was released. A $10 tip from Akuta Papa. How do we reward Sven for an amazing re- uh, Rick roll? Oh, whatever. Yeah, tip me money. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This is how you can reward Sven. Get fricked in February. You can say frick you to Sven. Use code get fricked to get my Frickmas blend coffee 20% off right now. Okay, we're trying to move through our holiday blend inventory. It's no longer available after February. So get fricked in February. This is not a sponsor. This is my coffee. We have a light roast, a dark roast, and we're moving through the holiday blend right now. You can order the light and the dark roast if you want, but if you order the Frickmas blend, you can get 20% off. We haven't had any coffee orders today. We had 18 orders yesterday, so who wants to be the first person to get fricked right now? Use code GETFRICKED at RageousRoast.com or use the command in chat. Coffee. Thank you so much for being here today. Huge day. Tons of new names in chat. Give me a brief moment. I will be right back, uh, and we can continue debating about this game and the reviews and what you guys are thinking and seeing. Are you concerned? You can take the poll at the top of the chat. Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. Does the dev warning about the day one patch worry you? Over 60% saying no, it's not worrying at all. So make sure and take that. You might see some ads while I step away. Thanks so much for being here.
Okay. The so we just got some news about Dying Light. Um, let me let me see if I can pull it up here. The Game Rant reporting it's going to come with Denuvo in it baked into it. The DRM. It's, contra- it's controversial. People don't like Denuvo being baked into their game. Uh, oh, let's see. Okay. Dying Light 2 will come with controversial DRM software Denuvo. It's fair to say that the majority of gamers are probably not keen on DRM, but it's something that players have learned to live with as some sort of necessary evil. Studios and publishers obviously have a vested interest in protecting their IPs, but that doesn't mean the fan base is happy about it, especially when it comes to causing issues. The Denuvo anti-cheat software is notoriously controversial, often being the culprit of many new releases running less than optimally. Unfortunately, it has been confirmed that Dying Light 2 Stay Human will feature the DRM tech. At the 11th hour of the game being released, a spokesperson for Techland, the studio behind the upcoming Dying Light 2, has stated that the game will ship with Denuvo. In a post on Steam forums, a user uploaded a screenshot from Imager, uh, which showed a reply from the developer to the inquisitive user, which clearly states that it will be using the anti-piracy software. Since then, the Steam page for the game itself does show that it does incorporate third-party DRM, which is bound to be disappointing to some fans. For those who are perhaps out of the loop, the reason some may be upset about Denuvo being included in the game is down to numerous instances in the past which the games have been known to run poorly with lower frame rates. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, titles such as Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order have since removed Denuvo, as have the likes of Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Crisis Remastered. All developers involved updated their releases after the fact, which eventually removed the anti-piracy software. Whether this is something that Techland will do to Dying Light 2 remains to be seen. With Ubisoft saying that other third-party software is what causes PC stuttering rather than Denuvo, it looks as though some are keen to keep it in circulation, particularly for AAA releases. Not to mention the studios that make the games themselves are keen to make sure their product isn't pirated. Uh, A response on the Steam forum discussion says that, quote, over 1,500 people have spent a lot of time and effort making this game, and that including Denuvo is a way to offset the piracy issues uh, that the first game had. As for the game itself, Dying Light 2 will be releasing in a couple of days with PC and console owners being able to preload it. Although the first announced at E3 2018, the game would eventually be delayed in the early parts of 2020. Given that fans have been eagerly awaiting its release, it's likely that having DRM won't deter many from playing unless it causes issues. Um, how does it ruin FPS? Basically because it, it, it's running in the background. It just it's it's constantly there and it causes performance issues. Uh heads up. Uh Nuvo has been known to cause performance issues in the past. Techland indicated that the first dying light had a lot of piracy issues and this uh, is being done to keep that from happening again. Uh, 
All right, so I'm tweeting that. Heads up, Denuvo has been known to cause performance issues in the past. Techland indicated that the first Dying Light had a lot of piracy issues, and this is being done to keep that from happening again. So I'm just letting, just tweeting that out. That is, um, that might deter some people. That may deter, uh, some people. Not only that, but people have managed to get around the Nuvo very quickly in every case that it has been implemented. Uh, Resident Evil Village stuttering on PC fixed by removing DRM. Yeah, it happened with Resident Evil Village as well. Yeah, there's another example of, yeah, it, it, it ran, it ran better, you know, once they turned it off. It's just Unbelievable. I don't even know why you'd fiddle with it. I mean, I understand where Techland's coming from. I do. I understand where you're coming from. You know, your first game had piracy issues. Like, I get it. I do. I 100% get it. It really only affects low-end PCs. I think that's an oversimplification. I don't think that's accurate. I do not think that that is accurate. Um, okay, that one's performing really well. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. how are we doing over there with X mm. it'll get there Doing a lot of different things today. Doing a lot of different things, covering a lot of different things. All of our channels doing 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 well. So if you're supporting our other channels, whether it's SNTR updates for the quick four-minute uploads, or you're supporting split screen for industry news. Apparently, the surprising news is that XQC does have a contract with the Purple Platform. So we, we covered that this morning over there. If you want the full details, make sure you're subscribed to Split Screen and watch that video. Uh, if not, we'll send you over there this afternoon when we're done for the day here. We'll be switching to the Tiny Tina Wonderlands gameplay preview here uh, in a little while. I just got a Mavix chair, the M7, and I love it. Man, I can't... We're, we're, I think I think I need to approach them again because when I last approached them, we only had about 5,000 subs over here and we've since over doubled our sub count. So... I may approach them again and say, hey, you know what I mean? Um, Apex 2 News. There's no Apex 2 News. Apex Legends Season 12 starts next week. Um, you no idea who he is? Yeah, but I thought our I thought our XQC coverage did well on YouTube. We've covered him a couple of times. Uh, when did we cover him last? YouTube Knees XQC, it did fine. When he went to streamer therapy, it did fine. Yeah, I guess we talked about him in the DMCA video, and that did okay as well. The tally video did okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely not like Pokimane, though. Like, Pokimane is known sort of everywhere. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased with what we're seeing over there. It's just going to take uh, you know, take a couple months. Take a couple months for it to get the results that this channel and updates is getting. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. In Resident Evil, I was losing about 20 to 25 frames says Josiah. A lot of anti-cheat and region lock software for MMOs and such only run on the game at startup and they thus do not run in tandem with the game. Denovo is always running. Yeah. That's the issue. 
Anybody know when picture in picture mode is coming to YouTube? I know it's being tested. You can you know you can do that, DBS Prime. There's a way to do it. What you do is you click on the video and you say, um, how do you do that? Add to queue and then press play and then it runs down in the corner and then I can go browse. That's how you do it. Do you want me to show you how to do it? Close player. I'll show you how to do it. I'll do it right now on my own stream. Okay, so what you do is you hover over the video if you're on PC, now if you're on mobile, you have to have premium to do this. To like, um, actually, no, premium lets you, without premium, as long as you're in the app. So you see this button here, add to queue. See, you got watch later and you got add to queue. If I hit add to queue, it throws it down here in the corner. I hit play and there we go. The stream is now playing and I'm, I'm free to, I'm free to do other things. Oh, you're on mobile. Well, on mobile, as far as I know, you should be able to just slide the video down. Right? So I'm on mobile. Uh, I'm going to click on Game Informer's Dying Light Review. And then I'm going to slide down on the video. Yeah, it's playing down at the bottom and I can continue to browse YouTube. You just have to, like, slide down on the video. You can't go to other apps. Oh, you need YouTube Premium for that, DBS Prime. If you want background playing ability, you need YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium gives you no advertisements. You never see an ad. You can minimize the app and it'll still play. And you get access to YouTube Music. We're hearing rumors that it, that YouTube Premium will eventually give you the ability to, to get one free membership to a channel of your choice, which I really hope they do that. I, I'll get everybody on premium because your viewing experience dramatically changes. The Blue Sentinel guy said that easy anti-cheat is not going to fix the RCE. It only adds more steps to it. Yeah, we're covering that on updates sometime today. We'll have a four-minute video on that. It's not going to be a lead topic here on gaming, but that's a reason to be subscribed to our updates channel. Um, let me let me give you a little a little a little glimpse into our updates channel. So our updates channel um, looks like this. So if you're looking for very, very quick uh, industry news here, let me let me turn the, the top banner on. When I run the dark mode extension, it turns the top banner on. So this is this is our updates channel. And it's, you know, we'd, we'd love to see this hit about 10,000 subs, but it's really, really quick little four-minute news segments. <clears throat> so whether it's, Bungie bought by Sony, Elden Ring's new area. You didn't you guys didn't see me cover this. The Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 leaks. You've not seen that video yet cuz I didn't cover it over here on gaming. So you should be subscribed to the updates channel cuz we're we're starting to put we're, we're starting to put content over there that doesn't land on this channel. Okay? So if you're looking for my coverage of like the the possible cheating problem with Elden Ring at release, that'll hit probably sometime today. So make sure you're subscribed to updates. Uh, I'll use the command in chat. Um, cause this is a live show, talk show, long form every day. You can watch live, you can watch the VODs, but man, updates, that channel should be sitting on 10k subs right now. Cause I mean, a lot of you guys would, uh, would probably benefit from getting those, those little, those little short videos in your feed. Um, 
because we can't cover everything on this channel, but I can certainly slam out quick four-minute videos for you over there. So, youtube.com slash sntrupdates or sntrupdates.com will get you over there. So, be sure to, uh, to support that channel as well as this one. <clears throat> Who's going to buy Dying Light 2? I mean, I was considering buying it and playing it for like an hour on Friday just to show it off to you guys. After the response today, I think I would worry that by the time we get to Friday afternoon, no one's going to give a frick. You're going to be able to see so much gameplay and reviews today, this evening, and all day tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be worth my time, to be quite honest. Um, Sub just now. There we go. Um... Mm-mm-mm. Maybe it isn't YouTube stopping you. Maybe it's your country's laws. I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Are they trying to do something? YouTube uh, Premium also benefits the creators. The more you watch someone, the better for them. Yeah, that's true as well. That's true as well. The more you watch, uh, the better. The better for the the streamer. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. Who's going to buy Dying Light 2? It could be one of the biggest selling games this year. Sub just now. Thank you. Thank you guys for supporting our other channels. Um, we we deliver just an unbelievable amount of content every week. And I understand that not everybody's going to be interested in like Pokemon news or esports news or shoutcasting. That all happens on split screen. Like not everybody wants little short four minute news segments that's over there on updates. I totally get that. That's why we separate it all. So those of you that are like really big into the talk show and the podcast, but you don't care about all those other things, this channel is a very, very pure, consistent delivery of content Monday through Friday. So you don't you don't have to worry about all these other efforts that we're, we're putting into content creation, taking away from or or, you know, interfering with this channel's content flow. We're also gonna gonna have a channel very soon for you that if you're interested in like really quick gameplay of indies and other titles that we just can't feature here, that will be available very soon as well. Uh, we miss doing that for you guys. Like, hey guys, here's the first 15 minutes of this game. Um, that is uh, that is something that'll be available soon. Um, mm. Yeah, and the Bloodborne PlayStation 1 D-Make is available if you want to play Bloodborne and have it look like a PlayStation 1 game. Uh, <clears throat> I moved from Spotify to YouTube. Yeah, somebody asked about our our Spotify episodes. There was a bit of a break in them getting posted. Uh, that should be fixed relatively soon. We've been working on a lot of different things, and so the Spotify episodes fell behind by like a day or something. Um, so... Checking to see any more news. How to play Dying Light 2 early is the question on this article. More than likely, they're going to address the fact that it's available early in a lot of different places because of retailers putting out retailer uh, versions early. That's what we talked about today. Techland basically saying... um, Techland revealing... That, that you shouldn't play it until the day one patch comes out. Gonna check out Warm Snow. I might, even though even though it's a little old. Even though it's a little old. Um, 
Jake getting taken to task by Valky Ray. They're back and running today. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, I figured it was just it was just a day behind. Uh, I know some people are like always anxious to have those in there. Like, oh man, those it's so much easier to have those episodes there. Um, understandably, we don't we don't get um, we don't get a lot of uh, a lot of we don't get a lot from our our audio only stuff, and we're hoping that changes. For those of you that consume the content audio only, that's really, really helpful because then we can start to kind of court uh, and approach advertisers. Oh, you were testing something. Okay, okay. Um, nice gameplay. If you're looking for gameplay, the the, the, the the title of the stream is that there was a gameplay leak. I, I didn't say that I was going to be showing leaked gameplay. It says Dying Light 2 gameplay leak. There was a gameplay leak. The full version of the game, retail version, is available. And the thumbnail says warning. Like, their Techland is warning and saying, uh-uh, you don't want to play it or watch it early. Wait for the day one patch. YouTube should definitely give a free membership if you have premium. That'd be amazing. It'd be so freaking amazing. We're trying to hit 500 members uh, on this channel. Uh, I, I, I don't know how many we need right now. But I'm telling you, we, we, would, we would blow past 500 members if they had that feature. Um... Let's see. Yeah, we're at 445. We can't shake the mid 400s right now uh, with with our member count. We're just we're stuck in the mid 400s at 444, 444, 445, 444, 450. We need like a 50 person, a 50 member train <laughs> right now. Uh, but the 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 premium thing would would do it. It, it I guarantee you it would. Um, it'd be super helpful. There's a demo on Warm Snow, FYI. It, well, it came out on January the 18th. So what we're going to try to do with the project where you can like get a glimpse at like new games, like the first 15 minutes, obviously we want to fill that channel with like brand new stuff as those games launch. You know, because I, I can't cover that stuff here. You know what I mean? Um, but, but, it did look really good. <laughs> like, good enough that I kind of wanted to go back and play it, even just for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, so yeah, I listen in the morning when I'm opening the shop I work in. Well, I appreciate that. It'd be dope. Yeah. Gifted memberships are supposed to be coming this, uh, this year. I would love it if it was sooner. Um, I told my buddy that I'm cutting him off from the coffee unless he becomes a member. (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. Um, don't forget we're doing the sale on the, on the Frickmas on the holiday blend. You can get fricked in February use code get fricked to get our holiday blend 20% off a bunch of it sold yesterday thank everybody who did that gifting subs and having a more apparent button to sub would go a long way yeah the poll went crazy today close to 1900 yeah if you've not voted on the poll yet let's see if we can't get 2000 votes on the poll usually I think our record is like 1000 to 1500 uh, if you haven't voted at the poll at the top of the chat cast your vote let's see if we can hit 2000 we surpassed 500 likes, which is really good. It's uh, it's harder to get likes. It's harder to get likes. I think when they when they hid the dislike counter, I think it had an uh, an unintended consequence. Um, that uh, that less people are clicking the like button. 
Um, Live today, not gonna lie, excited to get into Dark Souls 3. <laughs> the cat is like, I'm out. Souls, salt incoming. <laughs> that cat just leaving the room. Like, I'm out of here, bro. I remember when we were so pumped about Battlefield 2042, this guy says, and no one's playing it because it sucks. Who has it installed or uninstalled? <laughs> They're all going to say uninstalled. Um, uh, mm, Sony comments on Bungie. They want to obtain destiny IP and a major new IP can utilize live service aim to expand into live service games launch more than 10 by March of 2026 expand game IP to multiple platforms more than two times first party games revenue it says obtaining destiny and new IP here's the full quote below the strategic significance of the acquisition acquisition lies not only in obtaining the highly successful destiny franchise as well as a major new IP that Bungie is currently developing, that's matter, but also incorporating into the Sony group the expertise and technology that Bungie has developed in the live game service space. We intend to utilize these strengths when developing game IP at the PlayStation Studios and as we expand into the live service game arena. So wait, this says they've acquired Destiny. Obtained it. They've obtained Destiny. The strategic significance of this acquisition lies not only in obtaining the highly successful Destiny franchise, as well as a major new IP that Bungie is currently developing. How does that jive with the fact that they're independently, they're they're still going to function as an independent studio developer? That doesn't sound like that. It sounds like Sony now owns Destiny. Yeah, this is directly from Sony. This is a comment directly from Sony. They've obtained the Destiny franchise for the billion that they spent? They bought the company. It's wordplay. They do own it, but Bungie runs it. Yeah, all that Bungie-isms from yesterday about how, oh, we're still independent, we're still independent. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Whose pocket are you holding? Through close collaboration between Bungie and PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year ending in March 31st of 2026. Uh, that's fiscal year 25. In addition, we view the de- the deployment of our game IP on multiple platforms as a major growth opportunity for Sony has been evidenced by the successful of the PC versions of God of War and other first-party games. Through this acquisition, we intend to acquire new users and increase engagement on platforms other than the PlayStation, which will enable us to significantly advance our long-term growth strategy of further expanding the ecosystem of our game business. Catalyzed by the acquisition of Bungie, we intend to accelerate the growth of our first-party game software revenue, aiming to more than double the current amount by FY25. It's a long leash, but still a leash. 
They're a child with a really long leash and a level of freedom until they mess up. Yeah, well. Sony owns Destiny, so. <laughs> Recently beat Dark Souls 3 for the first time and I'm rounding out Sekiro. My cat would rather be at the neighbors when I play. <laughs> uh, did y'all talk Battlefield 24 to 2 today? I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Teensy, teensy bit. I mean, the, the, the earnings call is just not good. Just not good. Um... Um, they said it's been incredibly disappointing Um, they're considering going free to play to me this shows the desperation of Bungie they were so it's only us and Sony replies with hold my beer I don't see it as desperation. I don't see it as desperation. I see it as they needed capital. That's what I see it as. They want to expand. They want to double their employee. Not double, but they want to. They want to come close to doubling their employee. They, they want to put a, a studio in Amsterdam. Um, you know. Um, and you need capital to do that you know it's you, you you can't you can't expand and launch studios and do all these other things if you're you know what I'm saying you have you have a very successful IP like make no bones about it like destiny is extremely successful and makes them a ton of money it does. However, I it, that's not good enough to open studios and increase your 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 employee roster. You need money to do that. It happens all the time on Shark Tank, right? Somebody walks in and is like, "I have this great product. It's super successful. Here's our profit. Here's our margins. Here's our production cost. We need to open up." two more warehouses and we can't do it and they're like I'm coming to you sharks for half a million and I'll give you a 10% stake in the company and Cuban goes alright I'll give you half a million but I want 10% stake in the company and for the first three years I want a royalty share on all sales so I make my money back faster you see what I'm saying Like that's what this was Bungie's like look we we have a successful franchise. We want to do more with it. We want to do TVs, TV shows. We want to do all kinds of stuff with it. Not only that, not only that, we would like 
to make another game and get another games and get other avenues. We need to expand our, our, our staff. We want to put a studio in Amsterdam. We need capital to do that. And Sony's like, okay, we'll do it. We want your proprietary tech. We want your expertise and insight on live service. We want to launch 10 live service games over the course of the next three years. And Bungie says, okay, yeah, we can help with that. We want to make, we, we want to remain creatively independent though. We don't want to go through another Activision Microsoft situation. And Sony says, oh yeah, that's fine. We're going to want ROI on Destiny though. Destiny's ours now, you know? So it's, it's, I don't, I don't smell any desperation in it. I don't. I think my coverage yesterday was pretty fair, right? I think Bungie's got significant problems. I think Pete Parsons needs to go. I think they forced people to sign non-disparaging agreements. I think they paid people to be quiet. I think they covered up their misconduct. I think the culture of retaliation and the toxicity is still there. I think Parsons is a part of that. I think their CMs are awful. But that doesn't mean that as a company, they're like desperate and went back on their their independence. It's like, we need capital. We can't grow without capital. And Sony can give us capital. And it's a mutually beneficial arrangement because, you know, we can give them... Um, you know, we can give them the expertise and the and the insight into you know live service, and we've got proprietary tech that we've invested and and created, and they want it. So, like, I can be critical of the company, I can be critical of their 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 abysmal and embarrassing CMs, and I can be critical of how they've run their company and how they handled misconduct, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna like let that overshadow just like basic assessment of what in the frick's going on I don't think they're desperate at all I think they're like we need money and we're good in, we're in a good enough position to actually get the money think about it the sharks on Shark Tank they pass all the time on companies they're like nah your margins aren't good enough you're unwilling to budge on price you, you know your product's in a niche market that's super competitive no thank you and for that reason, I'm out, okay? Clearly, Bungie's got something they're bringing to the table because Sony's like, okay, here's $3.6 billion and uh, here's the stipulations of the contract. Here's what we want to do. Like, they've got something. They got something going on in their corner. They courted Sony. It's like when somebody successfully courts one of the sharks. They got something. Proof of concept, a successful business... A, you know, a good funnel of, of production, whatever the heck. Bungie brought something to the dance floor. Not for $3.6 Oh, it's definitely not temporary. No, I don't think so. Wife and kiddos packed up all the coffee orders from yesterday, folks. Beat it'll be to you soon. Um, do we get do we get the two thousand votes on the poll? Oh, we're so close. Nineteen twelve. So many votes on the poll. Uh, mm, mm, mm-hmm. I just know it's gonna eat this up. <laughs> I give you the future, a rave in the metaverse, only rivaled by paint drying and watching grass grow. <laughs> my uh, my tweet about the rave in the metaverse is uh, is getting some traction out of for some reason. All of a sudden, I don't know why. Uh, that's funny. 
Here's the thing, 3.6 billion was that for the whole company ownership or only a portion of the company? Uh, it stated how much they bought. I mean, they said that they obtained Destiny. Sounds like they bought them to me. Uh, I saw this on my Twitter feed and thought Lono was pushing a video. Nice looking thumbnail. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. A lot of people are using the 50-50 format now because it, 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 yeah, it's, it's becoming more popular. Fifty-fifty thumbnails are really popular on YouTube now. bought the whole company. They own Bungie. Maybe Microsoft was trying to buy Bungie and they went with Sony instead. Yeah, I think Pete Parsons I think Pete Parsons indeed. I think when they told everybody that that wasn't true, I don't think they were being honest. I think they were I think they misled the the the, the public. I think that was true. I think they I think Microsoft was trying to buy them. I think they were in talks. I don't tr- I don't trust I don't trust Pete Parsons. I don't. The, he misrepresented the the misconduct at the company. Used company money to cover it up. Used IGN as a news outlet to spin it. I have it on good authority from a former employee that he's the source of the toxicity and the retaliation culture and that there's still a, there's still problems with the company. And they just paid people to be quiet basically. So when he comes out and says Oh, that's not true. You're reporting on something that's not true. That you know, Microsoft wasn't trying to buy Bungie. I don't believe him. Why do I? I don't have. I have. I have more reasons to not believe him right now than to believe him. Not a partnership and the Twitter posts make it sound like it is. Oh, Bungie has 100% spun this into like a partnership for sure. And Sony even put some spin on it to make it sound like a partnership. But you start hearing the background dialogue about how they've obtained Destiny and it's like, this isn't a partnership. You bought them. It's symbiotic. It's mutually beneficial, but you bought them. Microsoft was throwing Sony a bone. You can have Bungie? No. No. I, this was in talks for a while. This was in talks for a while. Guaranteed they shopped around? Yeah. They didn't like that getting out into the public. That's why they got snippy and snarky when it got reported that Microsoft tried to buy them. They didn't like that getting out there. Do you want to know why they didn't like that getting out there? 
It probably hurt their negotiations with other companies. Oh, you are you're talking to Microsoft. You don't want people to know that. That's probably why they got ticked off about that hitting the hitting the public. Jake, so you make a video about how <laughs> her curly hair mean, means something. <laughs> uh. Keep up the great work, Jake Lukey. if this was the reason that Destiny was taking off Game Pass? Probably. I had to quickly bring my tab uh, of the podcast. The intro had the song. It sounded like you were loading up a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, we're still using Harris Heller. I spoke directly to the guys um, I spoke directly to the guys that run the stream tunes um And they, it's a two-man operation, and they said that they are resubmitting all my channels for for being whitelisted. So they're just dealing with, I think they're just dealing with a lot. So... Mm. Antina's Wonderland's play preview breakdown this had nothing to do with game pass the deal was only a year I mean but it it likely won't be back on game pass ever again yeah he, you know yo yeah Eugene's right the deal for the game pass thing was a one-year thing yeah Eugene's correct All right. Uh, okay, share. All right, I'm going to put a link in chat for where we are heading, and I'll do an announcement in Discord. For all the fans of uh, Borderlands that maybe didn't care about Dying Light, if the redirect doesn't work, the link in chat is where we are headed. We're going to switch gears to a new stream now.
Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, covering and breaking down Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gameplay preview. IGN got some hands-on. There's some significant changes in this game compared to other Borderlands videos. I'm going to break that down for you right here at the start of this video in a quick segment that we like to do right at the beginning. We are also coming over from a Dying Light 2 stream this morning talking about how the, the gameplay has leaked. The retail versions are in circulation and Techland warning people to not 